Talking about the ghetto. Funky, funky, get out. Trying to survive. Trying to stay alive. Intelligent, 
when you put them in check Cause when you're ignorant, you get treated that way And when they throw you in jail, you got nothing to say So if you don't listen, it's not my fault I'll be getting paid and you'll be paying the cost Sitting in the jailhouse running your mouth While me and my people try to get out Seven on a bed. Cause I wanna feel more than ever what you got right. 
Let's talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Man, I tell you, it has been a battle trying to get some shows done around here. Woo! We're talking about technical issues and just things not going right. But guess what? We're here today. That's right. We're here today, and we got a good show for you, man. I mean, we have an outstanding show planned for you, and I'm glad I can bring it to you. Oh, yeah. Y'all know how we do this thing around here. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I'm glad you're with me. And we're here together, together, together. Hope y'all enjoyed that little musical selection. I just had to do it, man. I don't know why. I just felt like jamming a little bit today. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, I'm entitled to that kind of stuff, right? Right. So what else going on out there? Uh, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, because I know some of you, you like calling in or texting or um, um, chat room, uh, whatever else, Facebook, you know. However you can get in contact with me, do you? Use it. But for those that don't have those other means, let me tell you how you can do it right now, right here on the show. Easiest way is to call me at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletz, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Um, chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay, so that's it. How you can be a part of the show right here, right now. And as I mentioned before, for those that may have other ways of communicating with me, hey, feel free to do that, okay? Because uh, I like it. All right, anyway, so um, I'm kind of waiting on my, 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 my partner here to come. Uh, yeah, she should be here shortly. And I really don't want to start without her because, man, we got some good stuff for you today. Poverty or poor. Poor poverty. Or aren't they the same thing? Liberty and freedom. <laughs> Can you have one without the other? Can you? Or are they the same thing? And what what do they mean? What what do they mean to you? So those are the things we're going to be asking you on the show today. And, um, I got a lot, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. That's why I'm trying to take my time here a little bit. As I say, my partner Ross gonna be here in a little bit, and we gonna rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, we gonna rock and roll. All right, y'all. Don't tell her I called up my partner though, okay? Because she's got her own show now, so she's no longer my my co-host. 
Yes, she is. I don't care what she says. She's still the co-host. Um, anyway, her and Joe, they both co-hosts. <laughs> co-hosts. All right. So anyway, um, ooh, it's been a minute since we talked, haven't it? Because, man, I'm looking at some of these notes that I've written down, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm kind of behind or ahead, however you want to look at it. I don't even know if anybody talked about this stuff, man. Well, I know this they talked about. Um, former President Trump, you know, disrespected Colin Powell after Colin Powell passed about a week ago, a week or two, two weeks ago, somewhere up in there. Yeah. Calling the man a rhino. <laughs> oh man, talking about all the wrong things he's done. He lied on um about the Iraqi war and weapons of mass destruction. Well that one is kinda uh a half truth I guess you can say. Because yes, he did he did lie. He did lie about it. When just when he was getting ready to um he lied about it, he told the United Nations, right? However, the rest of the story goes that just before he got ready to testify in front of the um, speaking, well, I should say speak in front of the United Nations, um, he found out that the information he was about to give was not true. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that's piece of the pie that nobody wants to tell you about, but I'm going to tell you. So, and, and later on, in an interview, he stated, you know, that was one of the hardest things he had to do. When you sitting there knowing and you just finding out that, hey, this is the wrong information I'm about to portray, you know. But I guess that's where morals and values and all that come in. He had to do what he had to do. He went on with, with the field, the lie, the story. Yeah, he went on with it. So let's take a look at that. Now, if he would have went ahead and said, hey, wait a minute, stop. I've been given wrong information. There are no weapons of mass destruction. Can you imagine the fallout behind that? Could you? Oh, my goodness. Number one, that would um, disrupt Bush Jr.'s plan to go back after Saddam Hussein. Yeah, it would. It would have. Well, no, 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 my bad, my bad. Woo, back, back. I was actually in this conflict. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It would have disrupted that plan. Yeah, my mind is running all over the place right now thinking about this stuff. Yeah, so he couldn't do that. That was his, that was his boss. And then in front of the world to say, hey, you're not, we lied. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. It would have been something terrible. Something terrible. But anyway, they went ahead with the plan. And, yeah, so in that sense, yeah, Trump was right. He did lie about it. But it's not like most of the politicians, including the former president himself, um, they lie, know they lie, and never admit that they lied. <laughs> you know, that's why a lot of them don't go to jail, go to prison. I know I keep t- I tell y'all that all the time. You know, just keep saying I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Hey, somebody saw you or you confess. That's how a lot of these jokers stay out of prison, man. Yeah. 
That's one of the reasons why Bill Cosby went to prison. Because he said, yeah, I did it. But he was supposed to have, um, that wasn't supposed to be presented anyway. It was supposed to be sealed. And you can see how that went. But anyway, the bottom line is, yeah. So, but to disrespect someone in in, <laughs> in death, man, is it, not a good thing. You know, especially when it's a half fact. You know, or just because you disagree with them politically. That, that's not a good good look right there. That's not. I know some of y'all that are going, well, that's what he's supposed to do. No, that's not what he's supposed to do. You know, if he ain't got nothing nice to say, just shut up. Just be quiet. But then again, we know what it's all about, right? Getting that base riled up all over again. Yeah. And you know why he want them all riled up again? Campaign money, people. Campaign money. Yeah. See, you, you have to remember that part of it, too. Trump may not be running, but he's sure getting a lot of money, campaign-wise. $550 plus. Now, how do I know all this stuff? Because I get emails from it. I do. I give me emails two or three, well, I'm going to say multiple emails per day from his campaign. Sometimes it's supposed to be him. Sometimes it's supposed to be Eric Jr. Uh, what? Not Eric Jr., but Eric. Sometimes it's supposed to be one of the, the wise. Oh, man, they, they be throwing some stuff out there at you. And they always promise you something. Always promising you something. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to find it here. I don't know why I can't find it. Uh, some of the emails that they send me. I mean, <laughs> you be like, really, really? Hey, my friend. Uh, you know, you know, my dad chose you specifically. Things like that. Yeah. And so, you know, as that continues. Just think of the people that actually, you know, buy into that and send money. Yeah. Here's one I, I received. Um, it says, deadline approaching. Save America. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Here it is. President Trump is calling on you, calling on you to crush our end-of-month goal, 550% impact. Contribute now. Contribute $250. Contribute $100. $50. Contribute any. Yeah. So, yeah, they're begging for money. <laughs> they are begging for money. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Y'all know, y'all know how I like to do it. You know, you do what you do. It don't really matter. It doesn't really matter because certain things happen and certain things, you know, you just shake your head at, shake your head at, you know, because everybody wants to be affiliated with some kind of, some kind of um, party. Well, I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I see a lot of things popping up here. I haven't even gotten started yet. And y'all want to come at me? Okay, let's go. Let's start with um, area code 231. Your last four is 4580. Talk to me. 
What are you doing putting on seven numbers of my phone number, Eric? I did. Jesus Christ, you go away for about 30 years, and then you come back look, and you put look. out 70% of my phone number. Look, I look, almost didn't look. call in. <laughs> look, look, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, okay, these are new numbers here. Let me try this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Oh, Jesus. My bad. What's hey, going on, Mr. Jones? Last week, uh-huh. I called in last week, and I just got the music. What happened? Yeah. Well, what happened was, as I got ready to um, come on the air, I had a power surge, and it knocked everything out. Oh. <laughs> so uh. the show was still going on, but I wasn't here. <laughs> well, I was here, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't get on the air. Right. Oh, it is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. I, I, like I say, man, uh. these last few weeks have been trifling to say the least there's always something seem to pop up you know but yeah but i am here today so that's a good thing that's a good thing all right hold on joe we got somebody else unless you're dialing in on two numbers all right hold on no uh -uh. all right eric (laughs) area code three two three uh four nine six nine Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Yeah, how you doing today? Good afternoon. Uh, I'm doing fine. How are okay. you? Okay, my name is Shabaka Sankori. I'm the executive producer and the host of the podcast, Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. And we're doing an episode uh, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're recognizing the 55th anniversary of the Black Panther Party. And our show is based out of Oakland, California. And our show was inspired by the 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party. And we're going to be going over the uh, 10-point program in regards to education with us becoming self-sufficient uh, as a people. We are going to touch on a few items of this so-called critical race theory. Uh, and we're controversial, you know what I mean? And uh, we tell it like it is, and we welcome all to call, call in. And our call Call-in number uh, tomorrow night is 516-418-5996. You can follow us on Twitter at Shabaka, capital E-X-P. You can go to the Facebook like page, Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced, to get our updates. And I'm currently in Facebook jail because, you know, we kind of like speak against the popular version of what is truth. Uh, we don't scratch our ass when it's not itching. We don't grin when nothing is funny. And these are some very, very uh, difficult times, you know, that you got going on with Hyde and Biden, you know, lying to us. Uh, these mandates on this uh, nanotechnology, commonly referred to as uh, vaccines, you don't know what that garbage is. And let's look at three words right here. Microsoft, microchip, microscopic. Uh, okay, sir. So how do we... Sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I understand. <laughs> you, you want something to say, but uh, you're trying to take over my show, man. You can't be doing that now. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that to you, sir. You're no, you... definitely welcome to call ours in as well. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no problem. <laughs> no problem. But you said um, you're going to be covering the 10-point program that the um, Black Panthers had at the time? Yes, sir, and that there will be tomorrow night on Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced, and we're on Blog Talk as well, too. Yes, sir. Okay, and what's the calling number again? I'm feeling nice today. Okay. What's the call? Calling number, sir, is 
system you know a little bit and I just want to say when it comes to you know to the black students and what have you is pretty much that the educational system pretty much is dummy as us down is because I was looking over this stuff called critical race theory and I have come to the conclusion is that they don't want our people to know about the brutalization of what we are subjugated to uh, just like uh, with the civil rights movement and the Jim Crow era of segregation and then of course mm-hmm. you do know and the Panthers did, you know, come into existence, you know, exercising their Second Amendment rights, you know, right. for protection. And then, okay. of course, you know, they had, uh, you know, doing things for the elderly, you know, the free breakfast programs for the kids. Right. And I just right. don't understand how, you know, that they would say, well, you know, feeding hungry children, you know, is wrong you know, in some of these narratives uh, that I've seen recently. And then, you know, these alternative agendas that they're trying to push on, you know, the black male in particular is because in these contemporary times, I'm just saying that they want the black man incarcerated, dead, or effeminized. You know what I mean? Now, when people go out there and do a private lifestyle, you know, that's their business, which is all great. And then Silicon uh, Valley, you know, they just have too much power, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, with this nanotechnology, man. They want to get in and all your business on your cell phone. Oh, well, download this app, download this app, download this app. And then, of course, as I'm sure you're quite well aware of, sir, is that, you know, people are getting their bank accounts wiped out, their phones are being hacked, all their personal information, you know, is being uh, put out there. Uh, Then social media, you know, these tech giants like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google and what have you, and YouTube, if they don't like what you're saying, you know, then they want to censor you. And, you know, things of that nature right there. And we as the people, you know, we're we're better than that. You know, we got to implement for our own selves. You know, we got to have our black children, you know, going through STEM programs of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, and definitely get our youth out of these public indoctrination centers that I call the public school systems, rather if it's Atlanta, New York City, Oakland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, is is because it's like that they're being programmed to hate and... There's one thing I'm going to ask you. Yes, sir. There's one thing we're going to ask you. Are you going to differentiate yourself from the new Black Panther Party? Because I know that your philosophical uh, differences are pretty much great in between the Black Panthers of the 1960s and the new Black Panthers of today, at least according to um, a guest that's been on the Alex Jones Show. Um, He was a founding member of the uh, Black Panthers back in the 70s, I believe. So, are you? Because I don't, unless I'm wrong, do you have the same philosophies as they? Have have your philosophies merged, or uh, are you still different? Okay, well, basically, sir, what my personal philosophy is in regard to our people is to become uh, economically independent and educationally independent is because, as you know, we had built the country, you know, we generated a lot of wealth through it, you know, through slavery, 
segregation, what have you, and then a lot of our major black scientists and technicians and artists and what have you have had a lot of their stuff plagiarized and stolen from them. Just like uh, when I look at this rap music industry, you know, I keep hearing this NGR term and calling our women the B.I.s and stuff like that, and then Hollywood goes up here and glorifies this crap as its progress, but in actuality, it's counterproductive, you know, and then you have the high rate of incarceration of black males. Uh, then you have social norms where the black male is is useless, he's garbage, he's no value to the community, he's no value to the black family unit whatsoever. So, you know, what I'm about, you know, is trying, you know, to change that. But, you know, we do recognize, you know, from the Civil Rights Movement to the Black Panther Party to the Nation of Islam to SCLC to the New Black Panther Party, you know, as, as long as it's doing something positive, you know, as long as it's, you know, getting our people, you know, up off the street and becoming self-sufficient, it's because you got all these illegal aliens coming into America, and from what I understand is that Biden, Biden is about to give them $450,000 uh, per person. Boom. Yeah, Eric, did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. You see. No, I hadn't heard about that one. You give him four hundred fifty. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna give him four hundred and fifty grand a piece, sir. Yes. Sir. <laughs> oh wow! I don't know how that went this yeah. game. Yeah. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars. To do what with? Wait a minute. To do what with? To do what with? Well, more. Well, more than likely, what they're probably going to wind up doing is building up their own businesses. You know what I'm saying? That they're going to open up in a black community and rape the black community again and take all its wealth up out of there. Like when you look in Los Angeles and the city of Oakland, 95% of the businesses in the black community are foreign-owned. And what I mean by foreign-owned, I mean other than black. Yeah. Yeah, you see, so, and then don't nobody spend money like we do. And then... What it is is we need to change the narrative on that so we can put our own people to work, you know, to get these brothers up out of these jails, man, and and quit getting affiliated, you know, with neighborhood crews, if you know what I mean, and, you know, and stand up and be men. You know what I'm saying? It's because with me being an old bird, man, it's just a degradation that I've seen of the black male man in the last 50 years, and it's sickening, man. It, 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 uh, it's real yeah. sickening. And then they either want to see the black male be feminized, incarcerated, or dead. You know what I mean? I mean, look at some of these clowns, man, you got out there in Hollywood. You know what I mean? You know, killer, NJR, B.I., this. Come on, man. You know, do something to upgrade the quality of our life. Build back the black family unit. And then, of course, as you know, when you look at the history of the late 1960s with the uh, Women's Lib movement, and I'm speaking on my own, not on your platform, on that one right there, I really didn't uh-huh. think that there was for the black woman. You know what I'm saying? That was for the white woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they and they welcome to call in at 516 418 5996. I mean, yeah, yeah. Night, hey, they can call in right now. They can call in right now. All right, let's. I mean, if we gonna do it, let's do it. 
<laughs> yes, sir. You know what I mean? And, and then I was just going through uh, the blog talk logs here and saw who was live, and mm-hmm. I saw you, and I jotted down your uh, number, you know, and I definitely appreciate mm-hmm. you guys uh, having me on. But definitely feel free to give us a call tomorrow. I got a suggestion I... for you. Yes, sir. I got a suggestion. Call up. If, if, if Judge Joe Brown is on today, I don't know if he is, but you can look him up on the search engine. He's got the same philosophies you've got. Oh, He's got okay, a okay. radio show. Oh, okay. Hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, so, yeah, since he retired as the judge, he went in uh, on a radio show. Okay. I'll give his honor yeah. a call, you know what I mean, is because some of his <laughs> decisions I agreed with, and a whole lot of his decisions I highly had disagreed with, you see. Now, we have to mm-hmm. also look at the fact here, too, and I'm taking full responsibility on my Okay, platform. wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, hold on, hold on. Because see, yes, I got sir. another, I got another piece of the, the team got to come in. I can't let you go oh, that far without, without bringing my my other co-host in. Ross, where you at? Now, I know you're hey, here there somewhere. Is. There he is. <laughs> yeah. Ross, you here, Ross? Where you at? Hey, T, where okay. are you? <laughs> I don't know. She listening. I know she listening. Okay, she oh, must yeah. be handling <laughs> something else right now. But yeah, because I, I can hear her going off right about now. <laughs> uh oh, there she go. There she go. You doing what? Look out! <laughs> I got a lot going on right now, but I'm here. <laughs> okay. You, any comments on on what the brother just talked about? Now, what he was talking about, now, he right. He right. Everything he said, I, 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 I agree with you. You know, it, it's a setup for black men to fail. You know, back in the 60s, of course, they had to have an avenue to remove them from their home so that the women wouldn't have no covering. That's all it was designed for. Yes, black fathers couldn't raise their black sons, so they, they got away from what it meant to be responsible. They got away from what it meant from, uh, from what it meant to be an a man. You know, and like you, you know, I say this all the time. The women do the best they can, but ain't no woman raise no man. You need a man to raise a man. I don't care what Indeed. nobody say. You know, absolutely, so, and vice versa. So, um, you know, so just from from that aspect, it was designed. You know, all the um, the injustice system. You know, the 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 work systems. You know, all all of these. All of these entities, you know, are uh-huh. stacked and they systematically stacked. All right, who got the, who, who got the truck going on? You know, believe what you want, but the fact, the the fact, 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 the um, border crossers or whatever you want to call them, the Hispanics, the Mexicans, whatever, um, $450,000, that is true because they lost, they're giving it, they're, it's supposed to be, from what I read in the article, and I have to go back there and pull it up. I'm not at my laptop right now. But um, they they were giving them compensation because they lost their children, um, murdered their children, used them for organ donations or whatever the, whatever in the world they did with those children because they never found some of them people's children. Those families were never united, reunited. So that's what that compensation is, is, is for. 
That sounds a lot can like reparations something? or something. That sounds like <laughs> reparations to me. Yeah, don't and it, if I don't may, don't it, don't it, don't it. Yeah, don't and, it. And, and may and may I interject? If I may, sir, with all due respect, and thank mm-hmm. you, ma'am, you know, on the great comments that you made. Now, they were talking about, well, you know, all the children, you know, who had the parents sent back across the border who were in the government detention centers uh, with the mass crossing of the, uh, of the border, right? Now, my question is, what about all of our black children who were sold and taken out their mother's arms on auction blocks, and ain't nobody said nothing about that? What about our black children, you know who are sitting up here being murdered by the police and nobody says nothing about that but we say all that at Shabaka's black experience in hand and we deal with the black experience from the beginning of time to 10 minutes ago oh yeah Oh, yeah, yes. and I can't say we don't get off the hook. I cannot say that we're not controversial. It's because as long as you're standing there scratching your ass, acting like it don't itch, skinning and grinning and grinning at everything, you know, and saying that boss is weak sick, we are counterly going to be still counterproductive and the self-destruction that they have on us. And then I always crumb bum on the movie-making industry down in Hollywood, California, uh, which is a section of the city of Los Angeles is because I grew up in Los Angeles. And we have a few choice four-letter words for them as well, too. And feel free to pull up some of our back episodes and leave us a comment. Okay, sir. <laughs> well, oh, thank yes, you. Uh, I mean, you, you definitely brought some energy to the show today. I, I got to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, and, and by all means, uh, please follow our show. And what is the name of your show, sir? Because I'm going to follow you on Blog Talk. Oh, the name of my show is Let's Talk with Mr. Talk. L e t s t a l k. Yeah, that's me. Let's talk yeah. with Mr. Talk. Right on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm stealing a, a little bit of time from work right here, Mr. Talk. You know what I'm saying? So, as I was saying, is that it is up to us to take care of uh, ourselves, and we have the capabilities to do this. Is because don't nobody spend money like black people do, and just look at how much we contribute to the gross national product. But at the same token, we still had the bottom of the uh, totem pole on the uh, social strata. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And something is very, very wrong with that. And we did create the hashtag resurrection of the mental dead. We also created the hashtag biotechnical barbarians uh, with this vaccine and all that crap with it because because it's pure garbage. Eat right, wash your behind, bathe right, you know what I mean? And then you should be okay because it's nothing more than nanotechnology. And then as I travel through San Mateo County, California, which is the heart of Silicon Game Valley, as I refer to it as, uh, you see uh-huh. biotechnical firms. They say you see a lot of biotechnical firms. So these dudes is up there uh, practicing a mad science, you know, at the general public's expense. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> Me and Joe yes, talk sir. about that a whole lot. That is very true. Yes, yes you're right. Sir. Yeah. And then let's remember. Oh, here's a new development too with regards to the mad science. Did you hear about? Uh, there's a doctor called Dr. Richard Fleming, and he's on the Alex Jones show, and he showed them mm-hmm. a video of what happened. He had um, vials, the actual vials that are used for the vaccines. He had the vials, 
he put into a petri dish some blood cells, some blood, and he took some of the vaccine out of the vials, the ones that everybody's getting injected with, and he injected that petri dish with the uh, vaccine, and the blood died within a minute. It turned brown. Wow. The oxygen was uh, was uh, expelled from the uh, from the cell. So this is what's happening to human body. You talk about mad science with Fauci and his crew, and the Bill Gates and his crew, and what right. they're doing to uh, to all of our uh, all of our Americans here and around the world, and that scientific proof. Everybody wants to go by the science, right, Eric? <laughs> That's what they the say. Science. Go by the science, yeah. <laughs> That's what they so say. They've, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he has his own video. He's a scientist. He's an, uh, um, also a lawyer. And he's, uh, he showed the slides. So I think that's kind of indisputable proof about what a vaccine will do to our bodies. You know what, though? Yeah. And here's, here's, here's the thing people don't realize about those so-called vaccines. They're never the exact, quote-unquote, science. You know, they, they, they're they they're like guesses. Okay, we're going to do this, and let's see if it works. If it works, then we'll make more. If it doesn't work, we'll tweak it a little bit. So that's all vaccines are, really, if you really think about it. That's all they are, like the flu. Everybody wants oh, yes, to get sir. a flu shot every year. It's never the, the, for the strain that's out at that time. But just in case, you may catch this one. It may help you with that one. So here, take the vaccine. So, I mean, that's all they are if you really look at it. In, in all honesty, logically, that's all they are, guesses. You know, that they say, okay, this may help you and it may not. And there's those yeah. that's going to well, say, okay, this, let's do it. This particular, yeah, this particular type that was rushed through, that's why, as you know, I was a Trump, uh, Trump supporter during his four years. But when he got out of office and he started uh-huh. advocating taking these vaccines, I said, oh, wait a minute, hold on. There's too much evidence that shows that these vaccines are not just hurting people, but they're killing people. And he's, yes. he's, um, he's going around saying these vaccines are safe. So I'm no longer, um, I will say, as far as I'm concerned, Trump was one of the best presidents we've ever had. But now that he's out of office, I wonder about what his intentions are. As he's advocating these vaccines, I I wonder. Well, here's one thing I'll say about Trump. Okay, first of all, he was not a career politician, number one. And then there's an old saying from South Central L.A. where I grew up at is, never apologize for how you honestly feel, and that's what Trump did. Now, as far as all these violence supporters are concerned, yeah, now, with all these (laughs) violence supporters, Okay, uh, let's look at the great state of California that since old Hyden Biden came into office, you know, you're paying uh, like about $6 for a gallon of gas. You know what I mean? And that is ridiculous. It's exploitation. It's BS. It's prepackaged BS. And then you still got a lot of people who are dumb enough in the general public to go along with this. You see? Malcolm told you this, man, over 60 years ago. You see what I mean? And they dumb it down our youth. And then uh, on this critical race theory, <laughs> and I don't mean to offend anyone, but the research that I've done on it, they wish to erase the barbarism and barbarianism that was committed on slaves during the slave uh, uh, slavery years 
in the United States. Like I said before, they talk about all these missing children at the border, separated from their parents. But what about the black babies that were snatched out of her mother's arms and she was to never see her child again? And only Lord knows what happened to the child because we were property. You see, we weren't even considered human. And then we had a great debate uh, about the Dred Scott case on one of our previous podcasts uh, about a couple of years ago. And what it was is is that the uh, Roger C. Taney, who was the chief justice of the Supreme Court at the time when they ruled on the Dred Scott case, stating that people of African descent cannot and were never intended to be citizens of the United States. So I will sit up here and I will debate with any ass scratcher, with any Tom or any brain dead Negro who sits uh-huh. up there and thinks that they're citizens, but where in actuality you're a commodity. Now, for all these other groups. That's okay, that's hold on, hold on. Happened? You know what? Before yep. you get started with that, before you get started with that, because we've been going to a whole nother field, <laughs> I, I kind of want to bring in my today's topics into this discussion right here, because we right <laughs> there where we need to, we we right there where we need to be at anyway. And um, yes, sir. let's start with um, being poor or being in poverty. Are they the same thing, or are they two separate things? What what is y'all opinion on that? Before I give you some facts here, because that I, I think that's interesting. Just the thought of it, and the second part is liberty and freedom, and of course that's going to be a good one now. But anyway, that's about uh-huh. poor and poverty right now. So what do y'all think about that? We'll start with you, Joe. Well, I think because I haven't been um, rich, I've been middle class, and I've been poor, and I've been. Their poverty. Poverty means you're just about to be evicted. You don't know when you're going to get a job. Poor, that can have different definitions depending upon, you know, who's taking a look at it. But um, I've been poor in that. I have, again, I dropped out of the middle class by being below the uh, particular um, ceiling that they have on that. But there's nothing wrong with being poor. Because if you're poor and you have a job and you have time and you have good health, you can raise yourself up from being poor. But when you're in poverty, which I think a lot of people equate with being poor, I don't, then you're mm-hmm. just about to be evicted or are evicted. So poverty to me is different than being poor. Poor, you still have an advantage in that you still have some time in order to use your ambition, get the resources necessary, and move up. But see, Joe, but see, Joe, that's that's just the thing. You know, growing up, hell, everybody, you know, we didn't know we were poor until other people told us we were poor. <laughs> I mean, literally, because we had Thanks. all yeah. of the necessities. You know, we had all the necessities of life. We had clothes. We had shelter. We had food. You know, we had help. Right. It seemed like what everybody else had. You know, bills were paid. Our lights were never, you know cut off or anything mm-hmm. like that except for the event of a storm. Um, right. And I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. So um, we, 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 and, and, and see, and that's the thing, you know, we, we want to categorize people based on other folks' perception. But if, if at the mm-hmm. end of the day, when you get your paycheck and all your bills are paid, but you broke, does that really make you poor? 
I mean, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody don't buy into this capitalist society and capitalism agenda. You know, some people just want to be able to have their stuff paid and be happy and be out of debt. Capitalism, you know, the goal of that is to keep you in debt. You honestly cannot get credit if you do not have debt. If you pay everything with cash or pay off everything, then you don't have any debt. So you don't have any credit. So they're not going to give you anything. They're not going to finance anything. Not true. But, not true, Ross. Yeah, okay. but in, in your household, everything is paid for. So why jump in the debt because somebody say. That's how it has to be. See, that's another lie that they want you to fall into, you know, Uh-oh. so you can have all this plastic, so you can have all this plastic money, you know, and, and be generations and generations indebted to other people who probably dead gone on before you. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Wow. Just for an image. Just for an image. Just for an image. Now, there is a difference between being poor and being impoverished. You know, um, this country has impoverished many countries by going in and stripping them and raping the land of their natural resources, taking their water. That's true. You know, you know, and not leaving the people the natural resources they would normally have had to grow crops. That was their livelihood. They literally stripped those folks of their livelihood. Nestle is one of them. You know, hmm. Coca-Cola is another one. So, you know, when, when, when you look at that, yeah, that is poverty. But it's man-made poverty for, again, the, the, the dragon, the demon of capitalism. But nobody wants hmm. to talk about that. Nobody wants Uh-oh. to acknowledge oh, those facts. Oh, I'll be glad to talk to you about that. I love capitalism. <laughs> well, let's Even talk about capitalism well. as far as poverty and poor and all that good stuff. Yeah, let's talk about capitalism, you know, because isn't that that's what everything, all the definitions are, are based off of anyway, correct? Capitalism, the system that, exactly. that yeah runs the country. Well, the code right. capitalism. Those people who are those people who are crooked, who are up there, billion, multimillionaires and billionaires, they're taking advantage of the corruption of the judicial system and Congress. We have crony capitalism. We've never really had true capitalism. Capitalism is a method in which people can have a mutual exchange. I want what you've got. You want what mm-hmm. I've got. Instead of going right. to war about it, I'll pay you for your labor what you produce with your labor, your goods, you give me the goods, I give you the money that I produce with my labor, and we have a mutual exchange. And that way we don't honestly, have to go to war over everybody's... Honestly, Joe, before huh? all that, it, it, was, it was known as the barter system, and everybody had barter it. barter system was right. That's true. Yeah. And the barter system was good, but the thing was was that you had to you had to make eggs, you had to grow eggs, grow the chickens, get the eggs in order to exchange it for the cows. Suppose I, I'm not a farmer. Suppose I'm not a rancher. Suppose I'm not somebody who's a, who's a blacksmith. Suppose I'm not a saloon owner. What do I have to do? When the money came into existence, it facilitated the barter system so that I didn't have to be one who concentrated on just what my skills brought me. 
I could get mm-hmm. make money, give give the other person the gold, the silver, as opposed to the paper money we have today. They could give they could get me the goods that I wanted. I could take that money that I also made, um, give uh-huh. it to somebody else, they give me the goods. Now somebody else who had money could give me their money and I can give them the goods that I made. It created a diversity of labor. So hmm. money's good. The barter system was uh, was the original way to go, but it was right. low and cumbersome. Money facilitated it increased the standard of living. Now back to what you when I said I disagreed with you, Pete about the credit. I remember when I was poor, quote unquote, I had no credit. <laughs> but then I bought I um I got my I built up a credit they have these credit card accounts that you get by putting money in the bank. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. When you put the money in the bank, right. Then I didn't I wasn't in debt. Then I went and I got myself a credit card based upon the fact that I had money in the bank and I paid off my bills on that on that particular credit card. You don't have to have debt in order to have a credit card. But People who put themselves into debt, I don't, you know, look, I, I have very little uh, pay for that. Nobody's forcing you. No, 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 Joe. Joe, I wasn't talking about, I wasn't talking about a credit uh, card. I know what you're talking about, a secure okay. credit card. Oh, okay. I'm talking about credit. Yeah. I'm talking about getting a car finance. I'm talking about uh, getting a high house finance. I'm talking about big ticket items. You cannot get those things financed if you do not have a credit history. Unless you have a certain certain amount of cash to put down on, and that's the truth. Right, but there's no, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's not taking a look at your and saying, oh, look, look at all the debt he's in. They're taking a look at you and exactly. saying, oh, he can pay I'm off his. Saying, I'm not can, saying right. there's anything wrong oh, okay. with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that if you're paying everything cash, even with a secured credit card, you know, and and you're not right. at the plateau that they think you need to be. Those big ticket items, you're not going to get financed for. Yeah. Well, uh, you you right. may. I, I mean, you, you, yeah, I, I agree, and you might. However, the the so-called quote-unquote kicker, the interest rate they're going to give it to you at, is it, it, <laughs> enough to put you in poverty by itself. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. That's basically what payments are, interest rates, which is another way for them to steal your money, if you ask me. But, yeah. <laughs> it is, man. That's, that's it discovered is. by the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve, to me, is one of the biggest, it is the biggest criminal um, entity in the United States. Of course it is. That's the biggest mafia association it is. <laughs> I mean, really, how, how do you allow a, 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 a place to control all your money, right? <laughs> but they're a private mm-hmm. institution. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't go together. It really does. No. Uh-uh. But that's no. the way it's set and up, though. And they're, yeah, I know. And they're exempt from the law. They've created the charter back in 1913 to make sure they don't even have judicial review. What they have is right. they take people like Yellen and Greenspan, and they have the people who are in charge of the of the Fed, and they put them up in front of Congress. That's all political theater, because they, right. the Fed, can do any damn thing they want. Mm-hmm. That's what Ron Paul was trying to get at all those years he was in Congress. He was trying to penetrate the veil, but he couldn't do it because the law protects him. Huh? Yeah, he might not be able to do that. Yeah. Let, okay, let me give you a... Go ahead, Ron. 
<laughs> yeah, true that. All right, here's the definition for poverty. It says poverty in the United States covers the subsection of people of the United States that are in a state of deprivation, lacking the usual or socially acceptable amount of money or material possessions. It is usually understood as a relative measure of poverty within the United States, which is a wealthy country by international standards. <laughs> Y'all got the last part, right? <laughs> yeah, we say, standards, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and international standards because you know went over there and took all them people's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, was, I, was thinking of, I was thinking of the U.N. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Eric, what's this guy named? Eric Jensen did a study, right, um, from Teaching with Poverty in Mind in 2009, and he said there were six types of poverty. Situational, which is what Joe talked about, generational, absolute, relative, urban, and rural. So he said those are the six main types right there. Now, okay. situational, generational, absolute. I guess you just going that's the way you're gonna live because you can't make a um a higher way to get out of a poverty. You know? Yeah. Well that'd be more like into rel- the relative state, wouldn't it? No, I think that's absolute. Do okay. you give a definition for each one? I'm going to look it up. Give me a minute. Okay, go look it up. Give me a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I thought, of, of course, you know, urban and rural, they figure everybody living in, in, in inner city is poor or living in poverty, and everybody who's out on the farm, whatever, in rural areas, you know, they, they're living in poverty and, quote, unquote, poor as well. So, yeah, I mean, those are the, uh, what you call it, but hold on, let me, let me bring the brother back in, he, he, he came back, so let, let us give him his time to comment on what we've been talking about. <laughs> All right, are you there, sir? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir, thank you, Mr. Talk, yeah, I'm here at work, man, you know, and I had to deal with my duties, okay, but the thing is that need to be emphasized is entrepreneurship. There's an old saying, if you can't find your job, you make your job, okay? And then as the gentleman was saying, the International Monetary Fund, the U.S. Treasury, the Commerce the, uh, Department, all these crooks are in cahoots with each other is to keep us oppressed. You see what I mean? It's because every time that you had some type of black business innovation, you had outside forces that came and took it over. Look at Johnson Publications. You know, they True. published Ebony Magazine. You see what I mean? Now, the Ebony Magazine was pretty much of an archive of the black experience since 1945, and I think, you know, they folded about 2005, I think. It's because, uh, as you know, John Harold Johnson passed on, and so did his wife Eunice, and they had started it over uh, out of their own apartment in 1945, and then the child who they left it to, she went on and sold it to Time Magazine. 
Time magazine. So you're going to change the narrative on it, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you have OTBs, meaning other than blacks, where you got this term going, oh, well, I'm a person of color. B.S., man, I'm a black man in America. And then remember what the heavyweight champion said in 1967. Ain't no Viet Cong ever bombed my church. Ain't no Viet Cong ever called me the N-word. Ain't no Viet Cong uh-huh. ever raped our woman and killed our babies. And he was the most hated black man in America until he lost his ability to speak. How I miss Muhammad Ali. I really do. <laughs> and then, too, and then too of the imagery that he had projected, because you always saw him with a sister on his arm. You always saw him looking sharp. Not none of this flash crap, you know, uh, pants sagging, showing half the crack of his ass and all this old type of uh, stuff. Man, I mean, what is that? What is that? And then, of course, you know, they come up to there and they always want to market this new stuff to us because don't nobody have the buying power like black people do, the black woman in particular. The black male, they just want to erase him out of society's eyes. You see what I mean? As long as he's out here rapping about killer NGR, B.I., this, I mean, some of his stuff is so uh, uh, nerve-wracking, man. I have to turn it off, but don't get me wrong. I appreciate the art of rhythm and poetry, but all that cussing or that so-called gangster rap that they came with in the 1990s, man, and that did more of a detriment. Uh, well, well hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Yes, sir. I, 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 I'm, we're going to have to discuss that part right there because okay, I, Mr. In, 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 in some instances, yeah, but when gangster rap first came out, it was about, and you right there in Los Angeles, you know, it was about the way the, the youth were being treated on the street, you know, because yeah, nobody really, no, no one was, really, no one really took it, it seriously until NWA came out. Right. That's when yeah, everybody right. started taking it serious. And then, yeah, and then yeah, don't forget, don't, don't forget you had um, uh, um, Chuck D., um, Kumo D, all them on the East Coast, KRS One, they were doing their thing on the east other side, and it was the same narrative, just telling it from a different part of the country. Now, what happened yeah. was, now what really went on was the record company say, "Hey, wait a minute, okay, this popular, okay, let's yeah. like they do, like they did do do now. Let's change the narrative a little bit. Let's let's give it." Give it the, the the raw they call it rawness. Let's give it the rawness of the inner city of the ghetto, you know. Okay, let's right. let's start using these kind of props. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then slowly, slowly it started being um um, um indoctrinated into the up and coming new artists, you know, who yes. just saw money, Joe capitalism, money thrown in their face, and they say, okay, I do it, no problem. I ain't got no problem with it. And that's where we were. And that's that's how gangster rap went from being a positive thing, a storytelling, to just being just no you know, out of this world. You know, oh, like yes, Tupac. Sir. Like Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I love me some Tupac. Tupac was was just he told the truth. You know, he was unapologetically truthful. Unfortunately, you know, when you do that, we know what happens. They come after you, and that's how he ended up in, in jail. I mean, they tried to yes, kill him sir. multiple times before they succeeded. But, I mean, right. so that's what I had to say about gangster rap. Yeah, that's what I had to say. But on this same thing, let's talk about liberty and freedom. 
You know, because doesn't okay. that fall into to it as well? Liberty and freedom? Yes, sir. And then to quote a man uh, by the name of Dr. Huey Percy Newton, who in 1966, when California did allow you to have open carry weapons, but they changed the law on that uh, in response to uh, what Dr. Newton was doing. And he was advising the people of Oakland, California, of their rights when it comes to interacting with the law enforcement establishment. So then what happened was an old... Yeah, then an old senile so and so who became your 40th president, who used to Ronald be the Reagan. governor of California. Yes, oh <laughs> yeah, you know, special effects by Greasing Formula and Crazy Joe. Yep. He signs the Gun Control Act of 1968, and he goes up here and makes this statement. Well, in a civilized society, there's no reason why anybody should be going down the street with a loaded gun. But when I look at murderous police departments like the LAPD, the San Francisco Police Department, the Oakland Police Department, Dr. Newton said something that was very interesting. He says, you know, it's quite interesting of how the police killings went down when we started those patrols. So we will be emphasizing on point number seven of the Black Panther Party program uh, tomorrow night on Shabaka's Black Experience in Hand. <laughs> He, oh, hey Joe, Joe, you see how he eased that in yeah. there? Uh, he's a promoter, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I may have to hire him for my show. Yes, sir. I would love to be one of your co-hosts, and feel free, you know, to give us a call uh, on our platform, and definitely check out Frontline Black News, and definitely check out FrontlineCampaign.org, and then keep in mind, I go to Facebook jail on a regular basis, and let me see, and I think uh, Joe, there you go again. Is, uh, yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and then you can follow me uh, on Facebook, Shabaka Sankori. The first name is spelled S-H-A-B-A-K-A. And that's after the pharaoh of Shabaka that I took the name, Sankori, S-A-N-K-O-R-E, and that I took the name after that, after the ancient university of Timbuktu in ancient kingdom of Mali, which was a great institution of learning. And then leave us a comment and, uh, uh-huh. and leave all comments. We do enjoy our hate mail. It's because when I get hate mail, that just simply means that we are getting somewhere. You all know. right, Brother Shabaka, oh, hold on. I got somebody else want to come in. I got somebody else yes, want to come in. All right, so yes, hold sir. on. Here we go. All um, right, let's see. Eric Code 703, last 41169. Talk to me. You're talking with Mr. Talk. What's up? Hey, Mr. Talk, this is First Know Yourself. Know thyself rich. What's up, um, Rich? How you doing, my brother? All right, all right. Interesting conversation. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, l- l- let me start here. Um, the United States is a meritocracy, and essentially that means that um, the more educated, the more skilled, the more capable individual society is going to lead to um, Now, all of the friends that I have and people that I know, they either have trade, a skill, some form of education, or desire to acquire those things, okay? The people that I know who are criminal activity, they don't have uh, any of those things or, or very few of those things, and they aren't looking to develop themselves. So they 
find themselves in criminal activity. So when you're when you subject yourself to being to participating in criminal activity, then unfortunately you open yourself up to the abuses of corrupt police. Notice I mm-hmm. said corrupt police. Not all police are corrupt. Not right. all government corrupt. So I don't think we can paint the black community as being victims of anything. Because if you take a circle and slice it up into pieces, you're going to have a slice of black people who are rich, poor, educated, non-educated, criminals, progressives, liberals, lazy, those who have goals, businessmen, and employees. The ones who suffer usually the non-educated and the criminals and the poor. So the goal and objective should be to Hello. get these people. Uh, yes, what's going on with you, man? How you doing? If, if well, you don't I have don't people, you're going to be regulated to the bottom of society. That's just how it is. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it is. So I, that's what I want to say. Okay. So, Self, so, so uh, I understand what you're saying, but could, could we go back and, and uh, you know, I don't know how old you are, but I know when I was in school, you know, we had things like shop, home ec, uh, and a few other things, you know, that would actually give you a skill. But as the school so-called became more technologically advanced, I guess you can say, those are some of the classes that were actually cut out. And they're not in many of schools. They're not even mentioned or, or offered, you know. So can can you say? Yeah, I mean, you say the, the, the criminals, not the victims. But can you say because of the change in what um, opportunities that we were presented that were presented as kids in school changed the the the, 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 the outcome of, of what those criminals, so-called criminals, um, ended up doing. Does no, that make sense? Why, you don't think so? Make, but, but no, because to my understanding, I mean, when I was in school, they had those same things, and I took shop and, and some right. other courses. But what they did is they moved those high school courses to community colleges. So you could go to community colleges, certain community colleges, that offered uh, mechanics, things like that. So While you was in high school? Yeah. Or after. Back in 80, in 80, well, I graduated high school in 82. So back then, those things were in high school in, in Maryland. Okay. Later right. on, when they took those things out of the school, they moved them into community colleges or individual schools where people could go, a technical school, and learn that, that trade if they sold manage And they could get a, a student loan. Oh, that's more debt. If you don't complete the course, yeah, it's going to be more debt. (laughs) You complete the course, you're going to make good money. They weren't that expensive back then. Mm. And I'm I'm sure they're not really that expensive now. And like I said, if you 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 gain the degree, you're almost guaranteed to make good money. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, okay. I mean, I know it's 
something. So uh-huh. if, if, the, if the child isn't educated on persistence and following the process, understanding that everything is a process, they're going to end up dropping out. And that's hmm. where the comes Because they didn't complete the course. Mm-hmm. They didn't finish where they could go apply for a job and get paid money for it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Anybody want to um, add or, yeah. or rebut what, what um, Self just said? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, yeah, this is what I was saying is the more reason for us, you know, to start educating our youth and becoming self-sufficient economically and provide jobs for ourselves and provide innovation for ourselves and to get our children up out of these friggin' public indoctrination centers and have them turn off that idiot box of that garbage that is coming out of Hollywood. And, I mean, like I said, you know, they're projecting all these films. You know, you don't want a black male to be a strong father figure in his household, in his household to discipline his sons. And that sister was saying is you, a woman cannot raise a man. You need a man to raise a man. You're saying I even saw men. Yeah, and I even saw a meme on social media where you have three people sitting around a kitchen table. One is the mother who says she does not need a man. Then the teenage daughter says that she does not want a man. Then the the baby boy, about seven or eight years old, says that he does not want to be a man. See, that is the problem. Or one of the problems, you see, to take responsibility. Yes, sir. Let me say I'm not denying what you are describing, but... That is not the community. That is only a slice of the black community of individuals who sit and watch TV, don't educate their kids, okay, let the kids run the household where uh-huh. they have fathers who, are, fathers who are irresponsible. You can't paint the whole black community as that way. It's just, it's just not so. It's not so. Uh, so basically you're saying that's a generalization that you just can't do. You can't do that. You can't do hmm. it. I don't think I don't think brother Shabazz, I don't think brother Shabazz is saying that either. I think what he's saying is that there's a certain segment of the black community that's um that needs to rise up and uh, get themselves out of whatever particular poverty or such situation they're in. Um, I believe well, that's what yes, he's saying. That goes for the white community, too. The white community got the same issue. You better believe it. Okay, you better so. believe it. <laughs> one thing. Okay, but can I say Stop something? Uh-oh, I, I see it becoming. Hold on, hold on now. Okay. One at a time, okay? One at a time. Yes, sir. Okay, can I say something? Okay, now, I don't mean to offend the gentleman that's the Trump supporter. Okay, but even Dr. King had admitted shortly before his death is that integration was a burning house for the black community. And it was. Now, I'm not saying speaking ill against any other particular group. I'm just simply stating is is that we got to take care of ourselves before we can go out here for anybody else's because our, the black community is in a state of emergency, a severe state of emergency, and I'm of the opinion it's going to take us at least 50 years to get up out of it. <clears throat> now, uh, like I was saying, this garbage that's that all? out of Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. You said you yes, said 50 years to get up out of it, right? So yes, what? Sir. What? So why haven't we come up out of it now already? 
Okay, it's because one is is that idiot box, you know, called the tel- live vision, number one. Uh-huh. Two, social media. And two, everybody in the black community is going out here to be an entertainer or a big-time movie actor. Say, man, do you know how difficult it is for you to break the ice, man, to get off into Hollywood or what have you, man? Let's say you got 10,000 people bum-rushing Los Angeles, California. Oh, man, I'm going to be the next rapper. I'm going to be the next star and all that. Only about 100 out of those 10,000 are going to make it. Now, what's getting ready to happen to the other 9,000 and 900 of them is they're going to wind up pushing a basket on 6th Street, sleeping up under the freeway. You see what I'm saying? Getting strung okay. out, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You, 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 I mean, it's all an illusion, man. That's why they call it Tinseltown. And on my podcast, I have a very, very colorful narrative <laughs> of what I said to all the movie heads out there. And I'm not going to say it on your show, sir, but you Thank can definitely you, pull up some. Okay, and you could definitely pull up some of my back episodes, you know, and I hold that right, right. uh, uh, agreement with that. Now, but one mm-hmm. black actress that I really did admire, and I'm in a process of reading her book called Just As I Am, that is the one and only Miss Cicely Tyson. And and to paraphrase the quote that she made in her book when she was auditioning for the part called Sounders, and if you ever had the chance to see that movie Sounders, see it. It will make you cry because it is so real. real. Okay. I saw it, but I that, didn't cry. Well, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. All righty. But uh, uh, she had stated that she was on a set, and this white movie director comes up there and says, and these are her words out of a book, not mine, is, is that, okay, I got to go. I got to go back to work, okay? But I'll call right back in about 10 minutes, okay? And correct me <laughs> on that thought. I'll be back in about uh-huh. 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. All right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway. Hey, you mind, if I do a, you mind if I do a little promotion, Eric? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Might as well. I've been looking for the one you've been talking <laughs> about anyway. Hey, East Coast, what's going on, man? Uh, but but before you do that, Joe, because I know you're going to be talking about, what's his okay. name, Don? The guy named Don that you do a no. show with? No, not that one? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> but, not, but, not, but I'm not promoting his show. What I'm, uh, I'll wait, okay, I'll wait until you, you want to bring somebody else in. No, 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 no. I just wanted to oh, um, okay. see if we had any more comments on oh, what no. we were talking about already. You know, liberty, freedom. No. Are they the same thing? Are they different? Okay. Can you have freedom without liberty? Can you have liberty without freedoms? You know, that is the question I'm asking right now. So who wants to yeah. comment on it first? Well, what I, I, really think what so. I wanted to say was uh, I'm, I'm establishing, uh, if I get it together, a, a debate, a uh-huh. real debate between liberals and conservatives. I'll be the moderator, and I'll be acting like the Supreme Court does. If somebody is in front of me, I'll be interrupting them. They won't like it. It'll be too bad. It'll be to make sure that nobody meanders goes off the track. I've got three liberals who are who volunteer to do their side. I've got three conservatives who volunteer to do their side. And it'll be done on uh, <coughs> excuse me, it'll be done on Don's show because he has twenty one thousand Twitter followers and that's an incentive for people to go there so that their shows can be spread out in the uh, you know in the social media two point <laughs> um, echosphere. So that's all I was going to say. That was it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, Self, you got anything you want to add? Oh, Lord. 
You got anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the uh, the brother Black Panther's party, I think he may need to, uh, no res- disrespect, but I, I think he may need to lay off of the TV because the TV is definitely uh, uh, reporting um, a sliver of what's going on in the black community. There are many intelligent black young men and women who are going to college and graduating and who are not trying to be rappers and who are not participating in criminal activity. I understand that they, yeah, they need assistance and help, but that is, I don't think, I don't believe that is the norm. And to paint that picture, I think is detrimental. It may, it may cause us to uh, focus more on them, which, it, you know, isn't a bad thing, but, but to, uh, I mean, to paint that general picture, uh, I just don't agree with it. And, uh, you know, I, I speak out about it anytime I get a chance mm-hmm. to, to. So that's what I'll say. Because the same, the same issues are in a sliver of the white community. It's just there. But is it okay? Okay, I, 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 look, I give you that. I, I, I give you that, self. But here's here's a question for you then. But is it as destructive to the white community as it is to the black community? Oh, of course not. Of course not. Ah. Not, 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 not of course. Of course not. But the white community, they have their other issues that are more detrimental to that sliver of white community. Really? I mean, please yeah, enlighten I mean, me. I mean, the the, the opiate in the the uh, the, the uh, uh, what's the name of the drug that's going out? Fentanyl. That, Fentanyl. That, yeah. That, and I, that's a big issue in in that community. Okay, so here's the, here's the, here's another kick. How come? Why is it that all of a sudden it became a big issue once that community started using and they started dying, compared to the the crack addiction uh, and the heroin addiction that's in the, in the black community? Because What's the difference? There, there is a difference. Detrimental? Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, the I mean the only difference is, is the reporting of it. The reporting of it by the major media. So in other words, what you're saying, they emphasize the, um, what was going on in the black community. That's black exploitation, but now I'm really talking about the same exploitation of, uh, of the white community. Correct. Yeah, I, 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 I'm disagreeing yeah, with that. I'm disagreeing with that. No, no, I'm no. Dis- no. That I'm is, disagreeing with that. No, 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 because, no, no, see, no, listen, no. Listen, 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 listen. no. Hey, hey, look, this uh, is my show. Talk about listen. Really? Okay, I know you're the co-host. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, anyway, listen. but check this out. Check this out. <laughs> How is it, in one hand, is is villainized. They villains, they're criminals. You know, they just are cracking, blah, 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 blah. But when it hits the white community, oh, they're victims. Let's do something to to help them get off of it, right? right now, I mean, that's, okay, that's, that's all right. Point, that's the point. That's the point that I was just about to bring up. You know, okay, go the, ahead. Sensation of, the, the sensationalization of the black community as a crime versus you know the Caucasian community as a mental health issue, or you know. Uh, um, a drug issue where they need rehab. Again, it goes back to how 
black people versus Caucasian people are portrayed in the media. Black people are always portrayed as less than. And like the brother said, you know, you got all these black people, you know, with STEM degrees, PhDs, highly educated businesses, you know, that are doing things, but you don't see that unless a black person put it on Facebook, you know, unless somebody from that community bring it to their attention, you know, bring it to the attention of the media because those positive things, the media, the media it has always been indoctrinated, prone to, or programmed, or whatever you want to call it, to bring up the negative aspect of black people and people of color. Now, that's just a fact. That is just a fact. When you weigh the differences and you see that, you know, there, there's no way you can negate that. Now, why that is, hey, yoga is as good as mine, but it, it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, let's not, uh, let's not ignore the commercials, too, about what's, what's going on uh, with uh, white husbands being portrayed for years now, maybe even more, more than 10 years, as being a buffoon and being second place to the, uh, to the wife or to the girlfriend. Exactly. So there's a negative portrayal there. Okay? So there's an attack on both uh, brown and white black and white, because, again, as we've talked about on your show before, Mr. Talk, there's a concerted effort to bring down America, maybe by bringing down blacks first, but the whites aren't going to be um, in the lifeboat. Whites are going to be brought down and sunk into quicksand as well. Eventually, mm-hmm. but not as quickly. Maybe eventually, uh, some 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 aspects of them, not not all of them. The, the echelon, the top, you know, twenty-five echelon at the top, you know, won't be. Right. Oh, yeah. You're talking about <laughs> the top one hundred families which, which control the world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. outside of them, their particular goal is to have her five hundred million. I don't even think they want five hundred. But I think they only want five hundred thousand people left. And that's the purpose of this vaccine, to take away our liberties, our freedoms, and our health, and our lives. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. You know, I, I, keep, I, like, I, keep, I like this. Go ahead. I keep, Go I ahead, keep saying that, and I keep telling people, you know, they need to get that movie Vendetta. You know, it's available at, at, on Amazon for five seventy nine. And, you know, because the things that are happening now are outlined in that movie. They poisoned the water. Then it was a sickness that everybody got that killed everybody. And then, you know, they got rid of the police. I don't know if anybody um, um, read it. And I don't know if it was Michigan or Minnesota. It was somewhere. I just read it today. I can't remember what city it was. But they want to get rid of their police department. Okay. You want to get rid of your local police department, then who do you think is going to do law enforcement in your state? You're opening up, you know, for for the government to come in, and then you're not going to have no say-so about what goes on. You know, at least with your well, local police that. department, you've got, some, yeah. you've got some input, you know, but... And and it's, and it's, and you can just see things progressively moving 
towards that in in in, in some of the places in, in in this country, and I don't think that the, the people are cognitively aware of what's really going on. They just letting it happen. Oh, we mad about this? They're doing this, but nobody wants to come to the table and sit down and mediate and 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 come to a viable agreement that's going to benefit your community. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody's even talking about doing that. Well, when you say nobody, who who you who are you talking about when you say nobody? I'm talking about both sides because you know the people on the one side that are upset because black men, black people, people of color are getting are 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 being killed. They're giving money, and so they shut up for a little while until the next incident happens. I I see you, triple one. Go ahead. The, um, the 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 people on the other side they really don't want to talk about it because they know that their police department more, more often than not is corrupt and either they don't know they don't want to um, deal with it or they don't know how to deal with it because it's so intrinsic it runs so deep they really don't know what to do. Well, here's one thing: you're right about the police department being corrupt. There, there was a person who had a talk show on Block Talk Radio years ago. He was a, um, a whistleblower. He was a cop, former cop. And I asked him, what, uh, you know, uh, what percentage of corruption do you think is, uh, is extensive throughout America? He said he didn't really know because he didn't know all the police, all the cops and all the police forces around, uh, around America. But he estimated between 20 and 30 percent are corrupt. And if you defund the police, it was going to happen. They're going to follow the playbook of what happened in Germany when they did pro- approximately the same type of thing. They replaced the police with the criminals that the cops, their cops, were putting in jail. Can you imagine if the cops get quit or get fired, and then people say, "Well, we need more cops," then they hire the, the criminals that were once in jail or in prison. You know what kind of havoc that's going to create? When they have the legal authority <laughs> behind them, they come and yeah. start beating your head and start robbing you. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, when when they started coming out with um, defund the police, I was like, yeah, no, that's not a good idea. Uh, reform the police, okay, I can see reform. You know, let's let's do something different. Uh-huh. But I, I'm with y'all on that defund thing. That that's not a a good idea. Yeah, um, that's not that's not a viable option. No, look what happened in New York City. They did it in New York City, and crime went out the, off the rails for a while. So yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. let me then, let me yeah, um, huh? go ahead. Oh, that's right, ahead. liberty and freedom. No, no, liberty and freedom. I'm waiting for. <laughs> huh? So, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for, liberty for the topic freedom. of liberty and freedom. Yeah, hey, I thought I thought we were already on it, but hold on, we're waiting there. Let me <laughs> let me let me bring Maze in here. All right, Maze, you have the floor. Go for it. Okay. Hey, Maze, talk slow. Oh, talk slow, okay? Hello. Talk slow, uh, man. Okay, I'll talk slow. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So everybody want to know what's wrong with America? America has got the problem we always had it from the beginning of the time it started. But that's going to be a difference. Everybody was like, they want to be like the communists, and the communists is owning everything in this country. The people that used to own stuff don't own nothing anymore. Look at where, the, where you got to get your food from. Nobody paying attention to these things. 
And then you got these people saying, well, this is the, these news media people, every day bringing something bad that black people do, people of color do, black people, uh-huh. I feel that way, do but you don't see what the other side is doing, and they're realizing that they ain't doing nothing no different than the people that they afraid of or think that they're the only one that commit crime and do drugs. They're seeing their side that they never seen before. But you know when you have a neighborhood, like, things like this don't happen in our neighborhood. Oh, yes, it's been happening, but it's been undercover. So now that the children from the other countries come and taking over, because when you look at some of them stations, all you got to do is Brits all over the place talking. I'm like, well, they done took over Fox. They don't took over the station. That's all you see talking. Not Americans. So and then you want to scream how about people coming across the border? I'm like, really? Y'all not really looking at what's happening or has happened to this country? It used to be black and white, but it's not that way anymore. And then you got these interracial marriages where they interact interacting with each other. So this is the day that's gonna come where whatever people just never seen before, you're gonna see a whole lot of people acting up. That didn't go to jail, they got their records expunged. They committed a crime, but it was foreign not putting on the books. So if I had a child and they had to sit back and look like that, look at it, stuff like that, and they were like, well, it's only black people committing crime. It's only black people out here doing rap. It's only black people walking around with their pants hanging down. And no, it's not like that. It's a whole lot of people doing it, but nobody's noticing. So if nobody never notices, you can always look at that other person. Out of them 700 rich, rich people, and you probably, out of the 700 rich people, I mean billionaires, trillionaires, whatever you want to call it, 700. So why the other ones uh-huh. that look like them out here fighting with them? And that defund the police, that was just a a, a harrow moment for somebody to pass something around because they know nobody was trying to defund no police. They were trying to get the regular police out of the, the, the police department that was there because a whole lot of them was in there weren't doing good. Some of them went to jail, and some of them still need to go to jail, and a whole lot of them leaving, leaving, leaving now because they're being yeah. caught up with it. When you looked at what happened with somebody trying to overthrow the government on January 6th, and some of them still can't admit it, that happened. They said it was a, a, a gathering. Uh-huh. And they don't want to do nothing about it, and you know why they don't want to do nothing about it? Because it looked just like them. If it didn't look like them, it would do something done a long time ago. Now, we got to do that in the media. And they weren't ready to show it. Okay. So it's like somebody said, tell me, looking at me, okay, you're looking at what my people are doing, but you can't tell me what yours doing. They don't open yours. Just like the crack that up in them. No, now they want to sue. Like they want to sue. Sue in Walmart. Why couldn't the people that they put in that community, why can't they sue and be made whole? But they want to sue and be made whole. But, but it's opioid. And 200 of them are dying a week. I'm like, really? Hmm. So you have to see both sides of the coin because you're only looking at one side. Something's got mm-hmm. to be definitely with you. So if you're afraid of me and I'm afraid of you, but you're afraid of me because of your media pushing out stuff on me every day, but what is it you're pushing out on yourself? The liberals and the conservatives, both are two of a kind, and that's what's wrong with this country. So if somebody else came and took over, and they on the outside oh. looking at me, like we all have, always have them. Okay. That's what I think. All right. Well, thank you, Mays. I appreciate that. I don't know what the noise is, but I got to find it and get rid of it. Uh, okay. Um, check this out. Um, Joe, here we go. We're going we gonna to really hit freedom and liberty. Because I, I noticed something when I was doing a little research for it. And um, definitions, man. Y'all know I try and give you definitions of things. And this is interesting. I found the same definition for both freedom and um, um, liberty. You know, which is the state of the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved, 
And that's on both of them. That's part of the definition. Okay, what is that noise? Okay, but that, that, that is the definition of uh, both of them. It's, it's included in the definition of both liberty and freedom. I was like, how is that? How is that the same thing? But it is. Now, the first part of liberty says um, the state is a state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Okay? Now, as far as freedom, it says the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. So if you listen to both <laughs> both of those definitions, they're basically saying the same thing, right? Yeah. So is, right. is liberty and freedom the same thing, or is there a slight difference between the two? Because according to these definitions, it's different. However, if you go by the law, um, liberty, you know, we have a whole bunch of liberties. You know, they'll say you have a whole bunch of freedoms too, but we know that doesn't work too well. But anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. let me stop. Uh-huh. But anyway, that I mean, are they the same thing? If you listen to the de- read the definitions, yes, they are the same thing. But if you um, practical life, they'll tell you no, they're not the same thing. So tell me, y'all, is freedom and liberty the same thing in, in your opinion? Talk to me here. Go ahead, Joe, because I know you've been waiting on this one. Well, I think they're about the same. I think liberties may have a sort of a um, legal definition or connotation attached to it, but Freedom, to me, means being able to do whatever I want to do as long as I don't encroach upon the rights of another person. So Uh that's freedom to me. But liberty um, can be synonymous with freedom. You know, I mean, if I have the liberty to do something, that means I also have the freedom to do something. But again, I think liberty is probably looked at with um, with an eye of using legal definitions or legal applications towards it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Um, um, Ross, where you at? Um, I don't think they're synonymous. I mean, they can be synonymous in that aspect, but as a real-world aspect, I mean, like you said, liberty is a legal right that, that you have to be free to do this, you know, and and have the, the ability to do such things, you know, as outlined by the law. But being free, you know, when you look at truly freedom and, and, and your liberty, in some cases, you are not going to be free to do a lot of things. Um, and, and, and not just because of the law, but just because of the culture. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because, okay, let's, let's, let's take today, you know, we, 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 we have these religious freedoms and, and, and so to speak, which is uh, are supposed to be in America, one of our, you know, as far as liberty goes. But you can be, you, you can be arrested for a hate crime just because you espouse upon your religious belief if, you know, the person that, that or the gender or the whatever, you know, or the culture or whatever you, you, you are talking about, is not in accordance with your religious beliefs. You're not free to expound upon those things, you know, in certain circles anymore, you know, um, because your freedom will be taken away from you. You know, hmm. you're not you're not free 
you know, in, in some aspects, in, in some neighborhoods, just to jog around your neighborhood at night. If you live mm. in the wrong neighborhood without being harassed. Now, you have mm. the liberty to do so, but we uh-huh. have the freedom to do so because it's a mindset. And if you think, no, I can't go out this time of night because, you know, people are crazy or, or, or whatever or, or because of, of, of this incident or that incident or this, you know, circumstance just may mm-hmm. occur, then you are not free. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Good one. All right. Maze, where you at? I'm listening. Where the liberty and the freedom. Uh yeah. Some have some think they have the liberty and the freedom to control how other people liberty and freedom should be. And that def, that, that that dictionary and the definition, they're changing that too. What used to be the definition of things has changed to be something else just because the people wrote the book and put a definition out to form it the way they wanted it to be. So is it like they give me liberty or give me death? Some people will really say death because they don't have their liberty. You don't have to be dead. You don't have to be spiritual. You don't have to be dead, you know, dead. You can be spiritually dead. Because you're just tired and tired and tired of trying to get your liberty. And mm. that's when some people just give up. Mm-hmm. Because people, people some people just give up. To, yes, they think their liberty is supposed to be controlled by somebody else. It shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. You know what I tell people now? I say, y'all know y'all rob God of his law every day for some of the stuff that we see. Because once upon a time, there was no laws for some people. And they did what they wanted to. So now all of a sudden... We got laws for different hate crimes and different stuff. But you still got them same people walking this earth and still mad about it. And I think they need to get over it and just let it go. But they don't see that it's not in their conscience to, to do that. Just that easy, huh? Dignity, just let it go. If they had dignity, then this world would be better. Because you look at all of those different countries we've been and helped us and destroyed and did something in the name of liberty. The controversy in the world before they went there. Hmm. Can't, uh-huh. can't even control. And then you got people giving cigarettes away that live in this country, but they so they got liberty and freedom. So I'm like, uh, and then you take certain buzzwords and just run with it and do things with it, and you got that 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 side that don't understand the jumping on it. Uh-huh. Like this is how it's supposed to go, but everybody don't think the same. They don't look the same, act the same, and do the same thing. Because all of hmm. us are not criminals, but in some people's mind, we are. Hmm. Okay. That, that's a lot, Maze. That's a lot. <laughs> well, I've been right. thinking. Huh? What you been thinking? <laughs> been You've been thinking, thinking Maze. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a long time, <laughs> so you know me. It builds up and it just has to go out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't have to have a uh, with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, not what <laughs> okay. You know, I'm looking for some morals and some values and different things like that. Because if you don't have none, you agree with anything. Yeah, that's and true. Being around people, and being around people and doing different things, you see something different, and then you got this one person who only see one way and want to convince you to be like that. I ain't never trying to convince nobody to be like me. That's why okay. God gave each one of us a brain, and He gave us five senses, and He gave them for us to use. Hmm. Okay. okay. Okay, well, thank you. Somebody else about to say anything before I bring um, Brother Shab? Sh- huh? Go ahead. 
This is first known as Rich. Yeah, um, go ahead, sir. Here's what I would say about liberty and freedom. And and if it's okay, I'd also like to throw the word free in between those two to maybe better explain what my point. Okay, go ahead. Okay, let's, let's say, for instance, you know, people are in slavery, right? Once they are okay. free, once they are set free from slavery, they are still within the society that freed them. So they are free from slavery, but within that society, they are given liberties or certain freedoms. Okay? So now, liberty to me is the freedom to do what you want to do within within the law, okay? But freedom is your right to pursue self-determination, to determine your political status, and govern yourself, sort of like what the 13 colonies did. They fought for their freedom, their right to pursue their political status and govern themselves. Okay. Uh, I'm following you so far. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, so that, that's basically how I understand liberty to be free and freedom. They're, they're, they're kind of three different things, but they're all interconnected. Liberty, again, is your, your right or, or freedom to do things in a society, whereas freedom is your pursuit to go out on your own, basically, and pursue your own political status and govern yourself. That's what true freedom is. You're, and you, even then, you're constrained by international laws. You just can't go out and form a government and then international norms and standards. So, that's oh. okay. All right, I heard somebody getting ready to say something. Who was about to say anything? Something else? Nobody, nobody, nobody. All right, we got 14 minutes left in live airtime, and we are going over. So if you're not on a switchboard, you need to get here three four seven eight three eight eight six two two because it sounds like we need to go over a little bit. All right. So anyway. <laughs> I my my personal opinion is liberty and freedom they 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 roll together they do yeah I don't think you can have one without the other but I I noticed self you said true freedom what is true freedom when somebody not standing in your way when you're trying to get the same thing it, that they got it's it, it's what the thirteen colonies did they broke away from Great Britain and they established for themselves. A form of government for themselves. It's it's your and you actually doing to secure to to determine your destiny. You have it's like it's like you're on a chain. You're you're, you're free to roam on that chain, but once that chain is broken, now you have freedom. You can you can go further than the uh, diameter of what that chain allows you to go. Huh, okay. However, you know, it, it's interesting because you say the 13 colonies, and yes, they did fight for their freedom, and then they, what did they do? They turned around and started enslaving other people that was already that was here already and, and important people. I mean, so... Well, that, that's, not, that's not 100% true because you had... Yes, it is. You had, you had free blacks, 
Okay. And All right. The brother. Yeah. Wait, the brother. You the, did the, have the brother from the brother from the Black Panther Party. He talked about the Dred Scott case, but what he didn't right. talk about was Justice Curtis, who gave the dissenting opinion in that case, and he made it known that five of the thirteen colonies. There were blacks who were citizens who played a role in the adoption of the Constitution of the United States. Plus, Justice Carney, he was not capable of determining who could or who would not be citizens of the United States. That determination is left up to the Congress. And shortly after that case, Congress went working, went to work on drafting the 14th Amendment to make it clear that all persons born or naturalized in the United States are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Hmm. Justice Curtis okay. quit short that opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, again, it was just his opinion. Okay. Yeah, opinion. Right. You're right. I remember that. But hold on. I got some more people want to come in. All right. Let's see, Triple One, okay. welcome to the show. Hello. Who am I talking to? Hello. Yes. Hey, um, this is Steve. Uh, I just have a question. Uh, how do you tell your parents that you're gay because you definitely like. Okay. We we didn't even we we went, we not even we not even entertaining that. Hey, you, were, you were quick. You were quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 hey, you, you know how you you know you know how you get that that suspicious feeling like yeah okay right. Yeah, they feel like they do stuff like that. Yeah, so you know I, I was already I was already on on the draw waiting on him. But anyway, let me bring brother uh, let me bring brother Shabazz back. Brother Shabazz, are you there? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. It's Brother Shabaka. Okay, Shabaka, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. First, first, Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, all right. But first of all, man, let, let, let's look at something and let's be real here. Okay. First place, the United States of America has very, very low regard when it comes to people of African descent's lives. Uh, look at the brutalization of the plantation system, and we did an episode on that. As the heavyweight champion had said back in 1974 before he smashed George Foreman, no, we are not brothers. This is because brothers don't go up there and, and hang other their brothers and then castrate them and cut their private parts off and put it off of that mouth. You see? Now, that part right there, yeah. sir, that there is not racism. That is psychotic. Also... <laughs> wow. Okay. Also, too, the gentleman said that I watch a lot of TV. No, sir, I do not. I watch a very, very little of it is because it is brainwashing. It is propaganda. It is a bunch of garbage. And then as Cicely Tyson had stated in her autobiography, Just As I Am, when she was uh, doing the part for Sounder, is that a movie director is going to say to her, and I mean no disrespect, and this is a quote out of Miss Tyson's uh, autobiography, is that niggas love sex, drugs, and violence, and we're going to give them a belly full with these black exploitation films. And this is why I say on my platform where Hollywood could go with that. But they're not going to show black people in the ancient times of us creating 
the concepts of astronomy, geometry, performing brain surgery, performing uh-huh. engineering feats, and what have you. They're going to sit up there and tell you that some homosexual by the name of Alexander the Barbarian, okay, because there wasn't nothing Uh-oh. great about him. Uh, he Here comes down there claiming all the knowledge for himself and going down there renaming everything. That's plagiarism. And then as Professor George G.M. <laughs> says, often his book called The Stolen Legacy, how come you ain't never heard none of these cats like Aristotle, Socrates, and Plato until they went to Kemet? It is not Egypt. It is Kemet. Egypt is a Greek word. And then another thing about Alexander the Barbarian, when he went out there on his missions, he didn't take no woman with him. He took a bunch of young boys with him. But when our man, <laughs> Mansa Musa, went out to handle his business, and he says, my queen, you coming with me. Then one of his soldiers says, well, your majesty, why are you taking the queen with you? He says, man, I'd much rather die in a battlefield with my queen by my side than allowing her to stay here at the palace to be violated. You see what I mean? Mm. This is what we talk yeah. about at Shabbat remember, the Black remember, Experience. Remember, remember Mansa Musa also had like 12,000 slaves. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, I couldn't hear you. Black slaves. Uh, man, let me explain something to you about that, who, man. <laughs> now, here we wait, go. Wait, hold on, man, hold on for a minute, this. Brother Shabaka. Hold on for a minute, Brother yes, Shabaka. Uh, hey, hey, Rich, you kind of broke up when you said that. Who had slaves again? Master Musa, it was, it was reported that he had over, or he owned over 12,000 slaves himself. Okay, let me explain something to you, sir, if I may. Let me explain something to you, sir, if I may, off of my research, okay? And I've been on this planet. uh, Okay, here we go. This is the biggest lie that was ever told. Now, what had happened was on the continent of Akibalon, what had happened is when one nation conquered the other, the, the one that lost was incorporated into the winning, uh, uh, kingdom. King Shaka did this here with the Zulu Empire. So therefore, I will tell any of these brain-dead, miseducated Negroes is that they did not have the barbarization and the brutalization that you had here in the Western Hemisphere. Thank you. Rather, it was Brazil, the Caribbean, the United States, Mexico, Jamaica, Haiti, you know, I, 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 I've heard that I heard that before, and I, I, the argument comes back. But they still were slaves, though. So that makes okay. yeah, they still had slaves. No, no, okay, but Mr. Talk, Thank you. what I'm saying Thank is, you. I don't think, based on my research, that there were slaves. You know, in the uh, uh, what would you say the general term of the of the word slave, but they were just incorporated into the empire that won the battle. Now, what had happened is when these barbarians came out of Europe who did not know how to bathe because they had to come to us to learn how to bathe. You heard of the Black Plague of Europe that wiped out half the continent because they did not wash their behinds. They lived in filth. We gave the word bathing, and I got this from a reliable source from Ethiopia. I tell you what. Hello. Okay. I tell you what. I tell you what. Yeah, who said hello? Go ahead. No, no disrespect. You keep teaching your kids that. I'll teach kids how to see, how to write, how to think. Encourage them to get into science, technology, and math. 
because yeah, well, what, you yeah. said, what you said is important, but it ain't going to make a daggone difference today. Because you, we gave the world science and technology. provide for yourself, I yield. Okay. Well, see, this is why we emphasize of becoming self-sufficient and putting our own selves to work and getting our children up out of these public indoctrination centers. Because the only thing they learn in the inner city public indoctrination centers is drug usage, pandering, prostitution, gang activity, and self-hatred, and they glorify this crap in Hollywood. But they're not going to sit up there and tell you about the strong black father that wants to teach his men to be men. They don't want to teach you about the strong black woman that teach her daughters how to be strong black women. See? Strong so we got black to of this Eurocentric mindset and value Uh-oh. system. We gave the world mathematics. The strong and black women, they aren't necessarily on the radio program. They're out being strong black men and women. Yes, they oh, are. Sir, I've done it. So have I. Congratulations to both of us. Okay, hold on, hold on, y'all. All right, go ahead, Joe. Hold on, hold on, Maze, hold on, because Joe been trying. Yeah, Joe been trying to get in here for a minute. Hey, y'all, we got about three minutes left in live airtime. As I said before, we're going over. So if you're not on the switchboard, three four seven eight three eight eight six two two is the number. If by chance you have to leave, hey, you can go back later on and check the archives out and hear the rest of the show. Okay. So and thank you for hanging out with me. So go ahead, Joe. What you got to say? I don't think there's any um, fundamental difference between Brother Shabaka and self. They're both preaching self, um, self-sufficiency for uh, the black community. Um, and I think they're both are saying that um, the perceptions of blacks um, as uh, being presented by the media is negative, which is what Pete Ross is saying, what you've been saying, Eric, what Maisie has been saying. So I don't see what the fundamental differences are. Uh well, I can tell you, fundamentally, that, 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 you know what? They're saying basically the same thing, but they're on different, different ends of the spectrum, okay? Basically, if I, I got this correct, Rich is saying, basically, self is basically saying, hey, look, everybody got problems, and for us to make this better, we got to work within the system to make it better. Now, uh, um, Brother Shabaka, uh, yeah, I'm um, saying, hey, look, screw that. Forget about the system. Let's do it ourselves and depend on no one. And did I get that right, fellas, basically? And, and it's at oh, both ends, but in the middle, they're basically saying the same thing. We got to do it on our oh, okay. We have to do it ourselves. Indeed. Okay, I was, I was, I was yes. waiting to make a comment about oh. what the one brother was saying when we were still talking about freedom and uh, liberty and about uh uh, uh, the 13 colonies being free from next, um, um, UK and Great Britain. Literally, the U.S. is owned by Great Britain, the U.K., and the Queen. The IRS takes your tax dollars, our tax dollars, and they still pay money to the U.K. So even they so-called gave you your liberty and your freedom, not 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 really. Because there's a percentage that started with the um, um, in 1783, 1783 of, 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 of dependence or whatever, 
that was renewed uh. again between the U.S. and the U.S. in 1991. Okay. Uh-huh. So they are still paying money to the queen in order to so-called maintain a, a, a freedom that really is, is in theory only. It doesn't exist. The U.K. Hmm. still owns the United States. And a lot of people hmm. don't know that. Look okay. it up. Hey, that's, okay, that, that, yeah. Go ahead, May. Oh, when I, hear, when I hear them saying black people own slaves, they never. Hello. Okay. All right, hold on. Who phone is acting up now? No, they're trying to make it act up. That's all it is. Go ahead, May. Oh, when I hear them say black people own slaves, so what was wrong with black people owning slaves? They had to when they, they owned them. They had to they had the freedom to move around to do things to make themselves better, and they can move from that. So it's like you got some people today. They are slaves to not making things happen, you know, to stopping stuff and getting in the way to keep things from happening for people. But when I hear them saying they own slaves, if they didn't, if they didn't, if they didn't rape them or beat them and did things like that, what was wrong with it? They still had the freedom to uh, move around from place to place and do the things that they were doing. But it wasn't about the slavery. It was about the mistreatment of the slave. That's where you get it wrong. All right, if I so, may say. So when they had that slave, did they do all that to them? Yeah, if I may say. I don't know. Go ahead, um, Joe. Then we're going to get Brother Shabazz back in, hopefully. Go ahead, Joe. Well, Hello? Uh, are you there, Joe? Okay. I don't know what happened to him. No, neither. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Let's see. Joe, are you there? Are you there, Hello. Joe? Okay. There he is. All right. Talk to me, Joe. Um, well, I just heard May say that uh, blacks who own slaves, uh, the slaves weren't really slaves. I don't know if they were slaves or indentured servants. Is there a distinction, uh, Mays? I asked you, I said that wasn't the problem about them blacks owning the slaves. It was the mistreatment of the slaves. Of some people owning them. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's okay. it? so it's okay to I own people we... as long as you don't uh, mistreat them. No, that's right. So that's they could probably still be. They probably still could have been slaves. <laughs> they had the freedom to move from place. They had the freedom to move from place because you you were an indentured servant yourself. So so your people were. Well, that's what and I'm asking. Is there a? Yes. Were they slaves or were they indentured servants? Well, it's whatever definition y'all gave it. We didn't give it a definition yet. Somebody did. It was somebody. It's in somebody's dictionary. Uh, 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 can I say something? <laughs> so okay. Well, if, if, if they're done, yeah. If, if they're done, okay, yes, you no, can say something. Did, did, did one group okay. of did one group of slave owners mistreat treat one, or did they all do the same thing? That's my question. The blacks own okay. slaves and the Caucasians own slaves. Did they treat them the same, or or was it something different? Uh, in this okay, I want to. Clear up a misconception about something, if uh, I may, Mr. Charles. Okay. okay. All right, go ahead. First okay. Place, okay. This misconception of blacks owning slaves is the biggest fairy tale ever since Alice in Wonderland. What a lot of black people <laughs> were doing, they were buying their uh, relatives' freedom is what they did. That's where the misconception uh, came from, okay? And second of all, the United States was built on rape, murder, torture, exploitation, mm. and we as a people cannot be concerned in these contemporary times of any 
other groups. As we push the narrative on Shabbat's black experience and answer all your other groups, you got to go out there and do for yourselves because our people are in a state of emergency, and this emergency is going to last at least 50 years, okay? This crap about we are all the same. No, we are not all the same. And the reason being is, and I will invite any non-black person to come take a trip with me to Palm Springs, California, say about next June, better yet, the first day of summer. And I will prove to you in about 10 minutes of how we are not the same, and please forget your sunscreen. That will prove my point (laughs) even further. I don't think it's going to take 50 years. Okay, how long do you think it will take, ma'am? Drop knowledge. And I know I'm on Mr. Talk Show, and I ain't trying to take over Mr. Talk Show. I really appreciate him having me. I say in about 10 years, it's going to be over. Okay, how so, ma'am? Please enlighten me. I might be learning something. Because that's why you see people losing their mind and doing different stuff, trying to overthrow stuff, because they're not ready for it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that, sister, yeah. Yeah, you are definitely right about that. And we did have to do a show called The uh, Mental Shackle of uh, Slavery and definitely pull it up, uh, Mr. Talk, uh, where we discussed about that is because on a collective basis, we as a people are not in our right mind. Okay? Because every 40, every 40 years, there's a different something happening. In 40 years now, so something different is about to happen. Oh, indeed. Now, let's look at 40 years Name ago compared to today. You know, mm-hmm. they, the, the mainstream society of white America wants to see the black male of one of three places, incarcerated, dead, or wearing a dress. Look at Billy Porter. Dude goes out there in front of Hollywood. He wears a oh. dress. Oh, don't tell me about Oh, man. And you know the thing about oh, Billy Porter is Mr. Billy, Billy, Billy Porter used to sing um, R&B back in the day. As a man. <laughs> that was the thing. Sir, As a man. Sir. Okay, sir, but what happened to him? I mean, look at the uh, commercial you got for Uber Eats, and I'm not promoting Uber Eats with okay. Elton John, and what's the dude's name? Uh, Naz, uh, I believe, sitting up there on a pink horse, you know, oh, talking in yes. that weird voice. I yes. mean, come on, man. What the, what type of images is that there to protect the black men? You know what I'm yes. saying? And we had and we had great engineers. We had great doctors like Dr. Charles Drew, uh, like Granville T. Woods. Uh, then the brother who invented the light bulb and Thomas Edison go steal his patent. You see what I mean? They talk about the Chinese that built the Transcontinental Railroad, but they ain't going to tell you about all the free black labor they got building the Southern Pacific Railroad. And on that there, folks, I got to go. I got to get yeah. back to work. But thank you for having me on, right. Mr. Talk. I appreciate you. I'll okay. be back. Please give us a call tomorrow night, 516-418-5996. Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. Thank you so very much for allowing me to be on your platform. All right, Brother Shabaka, thank you for calling in. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, he can come back anytime. I like him. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, he. you know what? He did hear something with that, that, that commercial with Elton John and um, Lil Nas X. That is one of the most disgraceful, embarrassing, dang-gone commercials. And, uh, you know, you're like, really? That That is what you're doing? Me and Ross have talked about that commercial, you know, and it, it's I mean, <laughs> you know, I understand the LGBTQRSTUV, the alphabet people, you know, they are a strong voting block now. Everybody don't want, nobody wants to offend them and what have you. But really, I mean, really, 
<laughs> really? So talk. Yes, they got ma'am. a second commercial. They got huh? a second commercial. They have a second one now. The one he was riding on the horse now, he got one like he's a, a present on the street. Well, regardless, like, of what, regardless of what he is, they need to stop it. And he yeah. needs to stop. Somebody needs to stop him. I understand yeah. it's one thing about fortune and fame, but it's, one th- it's another thing to degrade yourself. You know, that's and I, that's what I feel is, is being done, basically. He degrade mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Let alone talking about the, the black community. Yes, what that Yeah. But that, that, that is what music industry does. It yeah. really does. Now, and then I was like, you know, talking about the, the man that turned, the one that they want to change his name to what we know him by his name. And I said, like, what are you going to do when his grandchildren talking to him? What is they supposed to call him? What you talking right? about, Mace? I'm talking Who about the other person that, uh, Bruce Jenner. Oh, That's what it's well. well. No, I'm saying, how is his grandchildren going to call him? What are they going to call him? Mm-hmm. Well, Caitlin Bruce Bruce slash Caitlin Jenner. Oh, no. you're talking about oh, you're talking about her. Him? Yeah, I'm talking about him. Those that want to change it and say whatever they want to, but that's what I know it is. And so, what is his grandchildren gonna call him? Grandchildren want to call him Caitlin. Who? Caitlin. That's what he wants. They, that's what she wants to be grand, called. Why are you gonna be calling your grandfather that? Because that's what uh-huh. he wants or she wants. Now well, you had, now, 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 see, here, here it is. Depends on when that grandchild was born. They may not know him as Bruce. Yeah. I'm saying, but if that was, if, if grandmother standing there, hey, that's grandmother, and this was her husband, I mean, how you going to explain that? See, a lot of things they just throw out there for you to have a conversation about and not look at oh, what's boy. going on. And they're just, they just moving women out of the way. We don't even, I mean, what are we going to be? Are we going to start dressing like men and doing all this, doing the opposite of what they're doing? So they can look like some <laughs> men on the planet? <laughs> That's already happening. What you talking about? That's mm-hmm. already happening. Where the, where the man look going to come from? I mean, all I see these drags, when I don't see no men doing the having fashion shows and doing all this, what's wrong, Joe? What's wrong, Joe? What? Who's going to be that to represent y'all? You know, y'all, they're a minion. What? Just taking that away. I'm looking. If, what are you talking about now, Mays? If the men are looking like women, where is the representation for the men? Well, let's let's get one thing straight. Now I'm I'm finna, I'm finna quote <laughs> self and rich. No, that's that's you just can't generalize like that now. You can't do I that. Asked, <laughs> All right, <laughs> because yeah. I look very much. Right. I am very much a man, and I look like that's a man. And mean. no, mm-hmm. okay. I'm so I, I'm just we just clarifying, oh, huh? I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about well, where if everybody want to be looking like women, what is the women gonna start representing what the men look like? Yes, they already do. They no, already they do. What kind of shows are they having with women dressing like men and drag? You got these drag shows, but you don't see no women dressing like no men for no fashion this and having women, women have been dressed like and doing all this stuff. That's that's Ellen. Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres or whatever her name is. I'm Ellen. not saying a talk show. Number one. Ellen got a talk show. I'm talking about these these queens <laughs> and all of this stuff. Uh, the these queens. Queen. Okay. No. Okay. I didn't say queer. As a queen. You know, when dream, women dress, I dress in the women. You sitting oh, next to one of them, you don't know if you sitting next to what. I don't have nothing against them, but I'm like, uh, how you going to tell what's what? Well, and then you got Bruce and, he, and Bruce and his wife be sitting next to each other. That's I guess, going to confuse I, I, the grandchildren. That's going to confuse the grandchildren, isn't it? I would, you got I would find out in private. 
You know, whenever you yeah, decide like, to go that way. Yeah, I'm saying, but you got his his grandchildren got to look at grandmother and grandfather, but grandfather looking like grandmother. So where's the representation? Can you imagine being a being a brother and having a brother, and all of a sudden now your brother is now your sister? How do you talk to her? Like your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's easy, like your brother. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat him, beat him, her up like my brother. Yeah. Okay. When you leave this house, you can be whoever you want to, as long as you here. Oh, you you my brother. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying that to change what it is, he wants to call it Caleb, but his name is, is Bruce. But I was going to do this, Bruce, and he turned on something else. I would look at well, him that way. That's well, Mace, up. They always about the children. Mace, 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 You keep yelling about the children, but you, 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 you forgetting to think about the society today. Well, you know, that is the norm now. That is part of the norm. So, so if any children, listen, Mace, if oh, any okay. children are born after he has had that surgery, then they're only going to know him as, as Caitlin. Now, the ones before that, then, you know, depends on how they went. He may have told him you can call me either one. I don't, you know, he don't care. However, mm-hmm. you know, you got to take a look at the different, the, where's, we were born and who we knew this guy as compared to the kids being born today and who they know him as. You know, some of them may just know him as, um, what is it, the Kardashian mom, dad, whatever. I mean, yeah, it, yeah <laughs> it's just. You know, I mean, but, I understand what you're trying to say, Maze, but your argument is, is kind of crazy right now. No, no, no. It, it, about, he's known. He's known for a Olympic swimmer, and that's what you're going to see. Well, we know that. We, Maze, Maze, Maze. We know this. We know he was an Olympic swimmer, a decant, the what decathlon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that. We know this. They don't know that what he was. Most of them that's probably just was. learned that he just ran for the. Um, what the governorship in the recall election, you know. But other than that, they don't. They they probably have no idea what his previous history was. Well, they they you got know? an idea. If you, look, if you look up history, you'll see it. Well, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about his grandchildren. I'm not talking about anybody else. That's confusing I, for them. If you got daddy's picture, look that was years to come. He walks her down the aisle, and then I got to see you like looking just like grandma. How do you explain it to his grandchildren? Uh, if That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if you're a okay. teenager and you were a teenager when you saw Bruce turn, over, turn into uh, Caitlin, it's going to be kind of hard. If you're somebody who hasn't, uh, who's just born, and you're taking a look at uh, Bruce, Caitlin, and you adapt, just like... <laughs> Just like no, the uh, just like the high school students well, adapting. Look, I mean, if if we're gonna go that route, let's look at it this way. The surgery the surgery was the end result. So I am sure there were some other episodes and events to where he cross dressed or dragged up or whatever they do, you know, before he decided to have the surgery. So to teenagers that may have been in the family. They may have had a problem with it. They may not. You know, I, who's to say, man? You know, the, the society today is so accepting of so many things. You know, you just <laughs> more power to them. But however they deal like, with it. It's just like you were talking about that commercial. Same thing. Yeah. You know. That's confusing yeah. to people that's looking at what's going on. 
And then people, then people will be made to use No. Until they what? either adapt or they don't adapt. The thing well, is, yeah, but some people will never adapt. Okay, so then they don't. They, they the children. <laughs> and some things, and some things that we should not adapt to. Thank you. I'm going to say some things we shouldn't. Now, it's your own per- personal preference as to what you will and won't adapt to. But, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's part of that freedom and liberty that we have, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing I won't adapt. Now, see, let's, let's say there's a transgender at work, right? And he or she, I'm, I'm going to call him a she. Somebody transforms over from being a, um, a he to a she. And she wants to be called the her. That's fine with me. Now, if a person who wants to be called a binary non-cis and you got to call me a them, I'm not down with that. But, Joe, but what I, the question is, like, you say you, you she, she, well, you call it a she, but if you want to go on a date, would you go out with her and you know what it, what it was in the beginning? Oh, if I want to go out with a date really? with her and what? Would you want to go out on a date with a he and you already knew he was a he and changed over? Would you want to go out on a date with him? Would I want to go out on a date with her? Uh-huh. Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> so why would you want really? to change it? Because you, why you want to cut this because society wants you to talk, call by the name that, that he gave himself? What that means? Because the he dress, because the he is dressing up like a she, and if and hopefully he looks like a she. How about that one that became an admiral? A civilian who became a four-star admiral was appointed to be an admiral, had no experience in the Navy, four stars, and is a transgender, and looked like a, a linebacker. And Wait a minute, no hold on, stop. Any kind of female stop. Whatsoever. Wait a minute, stop, Joe. Stop. That that that, that is That's suspicious from the get-go. How, how you go from being how you go from being just a civilian to being an admiral in the in the Navy? That's not no. That don't sound right. It doesn't, but that's what happened. That's the that's the part of Biden's administration. That somebody who is now a civilian, who was a civilian, is now an admiral. Really, I'm gonna have to look that up because I, I I can't see I can't see them letting that go by. No, I think that one of Fox tall tales that was told over there on Fox. I think that's what that is. Oh Lord. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. You know. Anyway. You know what though. And Joe, you brought up a good thing because you got this binary and and yeah. what is it and all this other nonsense they keep coming up. Yeah, yeah. But in the bar, the bomb thing is, you shop in the men's place, right? Most of you, you shop in the women's place. Uh-huh. You know, so you just walk around with no name. Okay, <laughs> so. I yeah. mean, think about it. You walk around mm-hmm. with your, you know, with no 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 gender or whatever, but. When it's time to collect um, paychecks and stuff, what do you answer to? Other. Right? Other? Yeah, Other. we need to cut that short. We need to cut that short. <laughs> I, you know, I, think I, I remember mm-hmm. I remember when I was working at a call center, and um, I, was, I was supervising. We was handed out some, some paperwork, and we had this young man that, um, you know, he was on the twisty side, and... Um, you know, he wanted to be called Paris. Well, on his on the name thing, it it wasn't um it wasn't Paris, it was his government name. And that's why I called him and he wouldn't answer. You know. Mm. 
And I'm like, okay, who is this? Who is this? Then one other supervisor said, oh, that's Paris. I said, oh, that's whatever his name was. And he came out, my name, I don't know, your name is this, your government, your mom named you that, that's what I'm calling you. And do you know I had to go and talk to the, to the big supervisor about that? I don't know, I'm not, no, that's his name. That was on the paper. It was not Paris. You know, mm-hmm. so no, just because you walk around there twisting and poking your lips out, no, you're still a boy. You're a boy, all right? You're a man, mm. you know. But, hey, that's my rant. I'm over with. I have nothing against them, but you can't, you shouldn't try, I mean, to tell people what you should call them, what you know what they are, because we're used to people like that. But you just well, don't push it out there like, I'm a woman. You are not a woman. You just want to act well, like a woman. You know, the, you know, the thing is, Mace, what they do in private, that's their business between them and God. Yes. You know what I mean? But well, once you come out here around me, hey, don't don't try and force that on me. And I think that's part of the problem. It has been forced and reforced and reforced and shoved in everybody's face now to so a lot of people say, oh, well, whatever. But no, it's not still not right. Yeah. But they got to put on a dress. They got to put on a dress. But why you got to put well, on a dress when you don't want to? And if you don't, you're going to get punished. Well, they got to feel whatever. I don't know, Maze. You know, I, I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> we we got to get off that topic, right? <laughs> yeah, no, but let's go get off that topic. Hey, um, so here's here's one last question, real quick. I wanted to cover today. Gas prices they seem to be going up, especially in more, more higher places than others. Hey, should Joe Biden Biden be blamed for the gas prices going up? No. Should he be blamed for it? No. Mace said, "No, I like to hear this as well." Okay, why not, Mace? Because it wasn't coming to the gas prices going up because of what? Of Joe Biden? Or is it because of? Should he be here responsible? Or because of the demand demand for the gas? Because when COVID first started, there wasn't no demand because people weren't going nowhere that much. So now people are going places and they're making up for the prices that they didn't get during the time of. People were not using cars as much. And it's just, like the, it's just like the meat. I was looking at them talking about how that meat is going up in the grocery stores, and the farmers ain't getting nothing, but the middleman is. That's the way the gas prices is, too. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably okay. the and I had thing at Joe Biden that. But also Biden. What do you say? Biden took away 53,000 jobs from the pipeline, which stopped the street. That pipeline oil. had nothing to do with That has with nothing to do with the price of oil? That, what was the pipeline? Who who owned the pipeline? Who owned it? I don't know who owned it. No, the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, yeah, the Keystone. Keystone pipeline. yeah that thing. I mean, you know what? That thing never was going to be completed unless you had no. the same um, um, political party in charge <laughs> for about mm-hmm. eight to twelve years. Because so one one administration come in, they keep it going. The next one come in, they stop it. So it wasn't going to go anywhere from the get-go. Weren't they, uh, <laughs> weren't they pushing, uh, wasn't it transporting oil? What is it, what? Wasn't it transporting oil? Well, the United States been transporting oil. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, wasn't the pipeline no. used? No, no, the pipeline, no, they never oh, finished it. Oh, okay. It was they never finished. Mr. Target was going to the open market. You talking about that other pipeline, not the, not the Keystone. It was another one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but see, you you have to remember too when 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 you get to talk about that stuff. 
I mean, yeah. when when the, when the gas price was low, I think the barrel of gas, I mean, uh, a barrel oil was like eighteen, nineteen cent a barrel. Now, uh-huh. if you go and check, I know last week it was up to eighty two, eighty three dollars a barrel of oil. So as the uh-huh. price of oil, the barrel go up, the prices go up. Now, let's yeah. be realistic here. The United States government has no control over that. You got to go and see Thank the Arabs and stuff about that. Even Thank Mexico. Open yeah. yeah. Now, so why? Huh? Why what? It depends on it depends on what administration want to get a piece out of the pie. And it's who's pocketing money we're going to be going to. And then eventually the gas prices going up. The cost of who? Uh. <laughs> now, that's another, that's another a fable. Uh huh. Okay. All right, y'all. You know what? I, I think we done went as far as we're going to go today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more thing before we get out of here. I started talking about this earlier in the show, and I, I wanted to really get Joe's opinion. Joe, what do you think about what um, Donald Trump said about Colin Powell? You think he... I didn't you know, hear what he said. Oh. What did Trump say about Colin Powell? Well, that, that he was a rhino, and he did a, he did a whole lot of uh, terrible things. Now, when I had well, it, he said that, yeah. I, have, uh, I agree yeah. with him because didn't I tell you? Because for one thing, Colin Powell before um, in two in twenty in two thousand two, he and Condoleezza Rice made videos because I saw them two thousand two, which were saying that Saddam Hussein and Iraq did not have any weapons of mass destruction. They were you know they were positive. Then in two thousand two, Iraq right. got invaded. In two thousand three, Afghanistan got invaded. What was the excuse? Weapons of mass destruction. Did anybody right. find any? No. No. So, Colin Powell. Um, well, see, ah, see, that's 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 half of the story, though. Uh-huh. See, and and, and 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 that's half of the story because what happened was he actually Colin Powell actually admitted, you know, that just before he got ready to give his speech to United Nations, um, that's when he learned that what he was about to tell them was not. Okay, yeah. that it was a lie. So mm-hmm. you know, and as I said earlier, him, well, of course, that was his president. That's that's his party, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as I said before, then you you get into a moral a moral dilemma, right? Do mm, I sit right. here tell the whole world <laughs> that what I'm I was gonna tell him is nothing but a lie, and then we don't go in and go after Saddam, or? Do I sit here and just go on and go with it, and we'll, we'll deal with it afterwards? And I guess he decided to do the latter. I mean, can you knock him for it? I mean, I don't know. I think that, well, <laughs> if he's a person who's supposed to represent the American people, supposed to represent truth and transparency, now, there's, now there is a moral dilemma there, because should he support his president? But if his president is lying to the American people, isn't then Colin Powell's responsibility towards the Constitution of the American people? Yeah, yeah, you would think, but we do know that that's not that that's that's not what happened. You know? No, but how soon and afterwards did he did he I, come out with this, uh, was, saying that he that he was wrong? Well, this this was this was later during an uh, interview he had given. Yeah, he yep. had given. This was later after he was out of office. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, even if he's going to support his president, then. 
didn't he have the obligation afterwards to become a whistleblower? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> well, if you if you go by today's standard, yes, he does. Even back then, yes, he does. But once again, you're talking about a general, you know. <laughs> you're right. talking about your, your top general. Um, yeah, that, that wouldn't look good. That wouldn't look good. Now, behind the scenes, were there conversations about, you know, whether we the country, the United States, shouldn't go to Iraq or not? I mean, Kuwait or what have you? We'll never know. You know, that's one thing that wasn't. But we know what the final decision was, don't we? Yes, yeah. and we ended up in uh, in in Afghanistan as well. So and they owned yeah, it. and they owned it too, didn't they? No, they don't own up to it, but they owned it, as he said, they were gonna own it. And what was the one that doesn't mean a damn thing to the people who died in Afghanistan and Iraq. You know what I said? You know what I said? What I said? Joe said he didn't know nothing about it. He feels the same way for the five dude. That's why I told you he just admitted that he did, just like he did McCain, and he ain't served a day in the military and did nothing. Who? He don't have respect for people, for the fact. Oh, what are you not the only about, man? That's not the only person he put down. Only be, I tell you, people like have always been against. We just maybe what? maybe you never heard it made. But we weren't talking about Cheney now. We were talking about Colin Powell and what Trump. That's said. what I'm talking about, Colin Powell, and what he said. The same way he did. That's why he did McCain. And he did him. Who did? Oh, McCain too. Who the hell? He like has no respect. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who did McCain? What are you uh, talking uh, about now? When he oh, was talking okay. Yes. He has no respect for no military people. Okay. You talking about okay? No, the respect after they died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. He didn't have no respect for the congressman. He didn't have none for Colin Powell, and he didn't have none for John McCain. Well, why should yeah. he have with John McCain? John McCain said he was going to vote. For uh, for uh, Trump's uh, particular issue, he comes out of the hospital. He says he's going to. I forget what the issue was. Because he didn't now. agree with the issue. And then he, and then he does the thumbs down. He didn't want to agree. He didn't agree with his issue. That's why he didn't vote for it. And he was mad. Well, yeah. you know that seems that seems to be a, a, a common thread there because um, Colin Powell did one time call the uh, forty-five a national disgrace. So yeah, and, and, with, and, <laughs> and, and we do know. know yeah, we do know he holds, you know, oh, he holds, holds a grudge now. Right. Oh, yeah, he holds a grudge. And if, and if America did need to do what they need to do, they'll go to New York. They're like they got rid of the governor of New York. Go and do what they mm-hmm. got to do to him so he can go and, go and find, he didn't join that jump, that, the orange jump too. <laughs> yeah, what you just said. And he'll sit down yeah. and be quiet on him. You know but what? They be a, there, there will be a whole lot of other people go to prison before he does. Trust me, because if, 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 if that was the case, he would be gone already. You have to really look at it that yeah, way. If that was the case, he'd be gone he, already. Yeah, and Joe wanted to you know? defend him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joe wants what? Joe, Joe ain't said nothing about defending him that bad yet. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Before we before we did, right, vote, God, fall into craziness <laughs> here, all right, Joe, um, go ahead and get and give a plug for that show you be on again, and tell us about that debate you want to have. Yeah. yeah, if I get it together, like I said, I got three volunteers who are liberals, three volunteers who are our conservatives. Uh, we're going to talk maybe, uh, we're not going to talk all three at once, but we're going to, the issues are going to be uh, systemic racism, immigration, and vaccine. And yeah, it will be held on uh, on Don's show because he's got 21,000 Twitter followers, and, I'm, and I keep uh, emphasizing if I get it together. 
So I have the volunteer. Well, but I so, have so what's uh-huh. what's the number to Don show and what's the number to Don show and when is he on? Well, he's on Saturdays at nine p.m. and it's, that's um, Eastern. That's yeah, Eastern time. time. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So Don conservative or, or liberal? He's he, a conservative. Okay, yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute, Maze, wait a minute, Maze, 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 hold on, okay, let let me get this information out of Joe first, okay, okay. Yeah, you get your last words in, uh, what's the number, Joe, and what's the name of the show? It's, it's called Beyond the Mainstream, Beyond the Mainstream, and the number is 342, oh, I'm sorry, 347, 324, Five two. That's three four seven, three two four, three seven five two. And um, okay. I don't know when I'm going to have the debate. I may or may not have it. I don't depend. Uh-huh. I mean, logistically, it takes time to put it together. But at least I got people who were volunteers. But it's going to be, um, you know, it'll take more than just having people. Come and, and talk. It's going to be done under mm-hmm. a certain uh, organized mm-hmm. effort. I'm going yeah. to be like the Supreme Court. I'll be yeah, the moderator, right. and I will be interrupting people as they talk mm-hmm. in order to keep people on the right track. No meandering, no five-minute speeches. Um, it's Joe. going to be done a certain way. Joe, I have a question. Mr. Okay. Have a, Joe, uh, you know the show you say Nas and, and talk with the debate. No, what show was that? Say that again, please. You said Nas and, and uh, uh, Sarge was debating on the show. What would you say the name of that show was? Where Sarge was debating? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when Nas and Sarge I never heard Nas and, the, and Sarge debate, so I don't know. You said Nas was, be y- was a debater? That would be a young No, I said I would like to see Nas and, um, and Sarge oh, debate. Oh, okay. Like say, really? be a, that would be a lot of yelling. <laughs> Not with me as a moderator. No. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's, he ain't gonna be fair. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 get up out of here. All right. Joe says the show is um Saturday nights, nine p.m. E- I mean, yeah, nine p.m. Eastern time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine Eastern. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you. And huh? And then beyond. Oh, no problem. Beyond the mainstream. Okay, is the name of the show. So y'all go and check Joe out. If I remember, there ain't no good football game on. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, because we got 21,000 followers. Just because we got 21,000 followers, does that mean they all listening for the same thing or somebody just listening to see what they're okay, talking Maze. about? Okay, Maze. Can I finish now, Maze? <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, so it's time for y'all to let y'all get your last words in. So, Maze, you'll be able to get it all in here. All right? Okay. So, in fact, you go right ahead, Maze. You have the floor. Oh, I was just saying because he got 21,000 followers on me that uh, they got the same thought. They could just be listening. And then, Joe, if you're going to do it, you're going to be the judge, do it fairly. Please, really? Man? You I never thought of that. What'd you say? I said uh, <laughs> I never thought of that. Thing. Yeah, because you, you, you kind of think uh, uh, off the wall sometimes. And then if you don't like something, you'll twirl it to your way. That's like the pot calling kettle black. black. Really? Keep the scale equal. You want three conservatives and you want three liberals. Uh, keep it that way. Act like you just a chair sitting there listening. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, have you ever seen the Supreme Court ever uh, ever in session? Uh, the Supreme Court all messed up, too. It's messed up, too. No. 
I don't even know why you're trying to explain that at the moment. Uh-huh. I'm finished. You coming on next Monday, Mr. Talk? I sure will try. Are you going to be bold? No, not Monday. Not next Monday. I sure will try, though. I will try. I have a whole lot to get out. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. uh-huh. You have a good one, Joe. You too. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, Rich, are you there? Are you there, Rich? Yeah, I'm here. I don't have any okay. parting words to talk. Just no. a great show, and I look forward to hearing you more often again. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Okay. And glad to hear from right. you okay. as well. Hey, wait a minute. Right. Before I let you out of here. Hey, what happened uh-huh. to your um, the, the the that project you had where you were starting your own um oh, you know we're, community we're, and stuff? Yeah, we're moving right along. Um, I'm working on a document right now, and I tell you what, once I finish it, I'm gonna send it to you. And uh, okay, yeah, yeah it, it, it's gonna be extensive, and it's gonna explain um, how we were able to facilitate the government and what laws of the United States. Uh, makes it possible for us to do what we're doing. It's, it's going okay. to be very detailed, reported, very thing. But I, yeah, I'll send it to you once I'm completed with it. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'd be very interesting. I'd like to see that. All right. Well, once okay. again, thank you for hanging out with me, man. Good to hear your voice. All right. You too. Take it easy, y'all. All right. Uh, let's see. All right, Joe. You up? Okay, uh, let's talk. You and your family be safe. Everybody else, uh, take care. Enjoy the rest of the um, your week. Um, everybody be safe and be alert. Do your research, people. Look at both sides of the um, of the situation and of the issues. Use some uh, critical thinking and some logic, and then come to hopefully some rational conclusions. Mm. So that's it for me. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And always good to hear your voice. Uh huh. I know. I know how to get in contact with you now, Joe. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you don't. That, you think that number's for real? That number will be changed in, in a week. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. I only call you for important stuff, nothing negative. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. That, that's all right. Thanks, in, Joe. In a week that'll be out of order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, man. Be good. You too. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Which way you at? Where you at, Ross? You there? Going once. Ross, where you at? Going twice. Ross, where you at? Where you at, Ross? Get out of the field, girl, and come on back here and talk. Okay, well, Ross, Ross must be busy. Um, so it's cool. All right, I want to say thank y'all for yeah, hanging out with me. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. I got to open your back up. Open the mic back up now. See? You almost, you almost got shut down. All right. Talk to me. Give me some last words. Okay, my last words would be, we talked about a lot of topics today, you know, and and, and it's always going to, people are always going to see things from their own point of view, from their own life experience. The best thing to do is, you know, take everything with a grain of of salt, believe in the God that you trust, and be the best person that you can possibly be for your own identity, for your own goals, from your own perspective, and not allow the media, culture, government, society, systems, whatever, dictate pace in your life. When you decide that you want to be who you want to be, just go for it and and, and strive for it. 
and and just do the best that you can to accomplish your own personal community, you know, whatever goals that you have, you know, and, and raise your children in a way that they will grow up, you know, and be prosperous, will be knowledgeable, will be, you know, as as much as they can be good citizens, you know, in the society in which they live. You know, we know even, you know, in times when children are brought up like that, calamity happens. You know, that's just life. Unfortunately, that's just life. But when you know at the end of the day that you've done the best that you can do, really, that's all that matters. And that's all I got to say. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. That was pretty cool. I like that. (laughs) All right. Thank you for hanging out with us as well. Yeah. See, we're going to have to bring you back more, more often. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to you later. All right. That's going to do it for us today. It's been fun. I sure enjoyed it. And just remember, if you didn't catch any, all of the show, you can always go back and on the archives. Here probably about 30 minutes after I go off the air. And go back and listen to any part of the show that you missed. And if you haven't followed me, don't forget to hit follow. And I'm on social media, Eric Let's Talk. Okay, so you just find me in you know, any of them joints right there. So, just remember, keep on show appreciation, give with the open heart, but make sure you think for yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, baby. You laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. All right, until next Monday, man, y'all be good. Here go to the ghetto. I'm out of here. Peace. Talking about the ghetto Funky, funky, get out Trying to survive Trying to stay alive
waiting on him, I better help myself. Housing Authority and the OPD, all these guns just to handle me and the ghetto. People are dying. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye-bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 